The following is another high school sports presentation on the Breeze 94.5. This is high school wrestling. Right now he's got the head chantry, and that is tight as he takes Kachera straight to his back. He's getting back points. And he gets the pin in a minute six. So Mumi was behind, and then he gets the pin in a minute six over Carter Kuchera. Today it's live coverage of the state high school dual championships in Kearney. High School Wrestling on the Breeze 94.5 is brought to you by our local sports sponsors. 15 seconds to go. Wells trying to do anything he can to roll through, but Shields has kept the wing, and he's just going to continue to push uh, his face down to the mat. Now he's going to turn him. He's going to turn him, and he's going to get an air fall, and he's going to extend the lead and win it by a score of 4 to nothing. Isaiah Shields of Amherst, the first Bronco champion here today. A new format and a new site greet this year's teams at the state duels. But many Tri-City and area teams are back vying for a state title today. All of the outstanding action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Highbridge pregame show. We'll join sports director Doug Duda and Larry Baker live from Kearney right after this from Hogemeyer Hybrids. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back, everyone, to High School Wrestling here on The Breeze 94.5. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker, our producer-engineer, Steph Brubaker, ready to get you going here for the semifinal round of the state high school duels. And, Larry, this is a little bit different animal than the quarters that we had this morning. Yeah, no doubt. Right now, you're wrestling to get in, Doug, to the state finals. Uh, big deal. And these are massive matchups uh, that we've got here. Carney, Lincoln East, everybody's talked about it all year, and we're going to kick it off. Well, Kearney against Lincoln East and Omaha Burke against Millard South. This thing could go either way. In B, it'll be Blair Schuyler. Hastings sneaking through to get Sydney. In C, Broken Bow, Logan View. Logan View knocked off Valentine. Aquinas against Arlington. And in D, Plainview against Neely Oakdale. Defending champ Burwell against Thayer Central. And we're going to start at 170 pounds here in the second round of wrestling so uh, keep that in mind as we talk about scores throughout the time and josh pearson will take the mat for carney against grant lyman of lincoln east east will be a huge favorite in this match and then you move on down to hastings and damon pape the undefeated number one ranked wrestler against dietrich letcher so right here you kind of expect hastings to get a pin and carney on the wrong side of a decision here and we'll find out well. pape's already got his man on his back and he will get the pin 40 seconds in and it's six to nothing here. Hastings over a Sydney team that they're going to have their hands full with. Well, yeah, and I'm just telling you, you said a minute ago, Josh Pearson needs to come out of here with a decision. He's been on his back this entire first period. It's seven to one. It's now going to be ten to one if he can find a way off of his back. Grant Lehman is just taking it to Josh Pearson. Well, talk about this one because Carney hasn't lost to Lincoln East, but Lincoln East has been right there both times, and this is going to come down to bonus points, and it's going to come down to maybe moving the lineup around yet again. Yeah, and I'm taking a look. I've got it mapped out here who has to report first, and I don't know that it's going to work in um, their favor at 132 pounds. Well, Lincoln East has to report first. So the coin flip worked out for them, Doug. Um, 
here today. It worked out the way it did the last time. Remember, Carney bumped all those guys up away. Uh, they do not have to report at 132. Lincoln East has to report first at 32, and I think that's where this stuff would get started is probably 132 pounds. So Carney just needs to kind of hang around and, until that point. That's kind of what happened uh, when they wrestled over at uh, the uh, gymnasium or the auditorium uh, at Carney High the 3rd of January, which was quite the spectacle. Of course, we also have Burwell going here. Alex Gideon against Andrew Engel of Thayer Central. That looks like a toss-up match with both with 17 wins. And, of course, the most important match going on right now, Broken Bow's Lathan Duda is up 2 to nothing with an early takedown as he is taking on Eric French of Loganview, the number two-ranked wrestler in B or C at 170. Yeah, Lathan Duda's a stud, really thick lower body, very explosive. Somebody in the family has to be. That's right, just a sophomore. His brother Colton will come up at 195. Back over here to Class A, and Grant Lyman wants to wrestle from his feet to start the second period with that 11-1 lead over Pearson of Kearney. And, again, the importance of a single point. If he gets tech-falled and still gets rolled here, it's five. He doesn't get pinned. It's six, and it could literally come down to that. If that happens two or three times back and forth. What's well, a whole match. Yeah, we have two or three points that's going to decide this most likely. Yeah, no doubt about it. Lehman just got another takedown. So he's going to make it 13 to 1. For Hastings, Kyle Patton, the 25 and 17 junior against Tristan Arendt, 17 and 11 senior for Sydney. But uh, Tristan gets the takedown, and Patton's going to have to find a way to uh, slide out and get the reversal, which he does. So it's tied 2 2. And this is, again, another one Hastings has to win. Hastings made a heck of a rally late in their match, uh, winning uh, the last match at 152 pounds for a Hastings to advance on over Lakeview, 34-29. to 29. Yeah, it's kind of this part of their lineup that was a little bit sleepy in that quarterfinals. They just need it to be alive here for them. And the first period will end there with a score of 2-2 two to two between Patton of Hastings and Aaron of Sydney. Yeah, and there, uh, Aaron of Sydney's going to defer. Patton's going to go down to start the second period. It's 2-2. Two to two. Aaron, Aaron's going to cover. Grant Lyman of Lincoln East continues to ride Pearson 13-1. to He knows he's got a tournament at some point to get the pin, and we have him right in the middle of the mat here. Uh, Duda of, of uh, Broken Bow with a 6-0 lead over French of Loganview, and uh, Burwell's going to get the pin at 170 pounds, and now Tyler Daw comes out against Leighton Mum of Thayer Central. Thayer Central rallied late. Uh, this is not where their strength is at Thayer no. Central. Elwood got a big lead in the heavier weights. And uh, then Thayer Central got a couple of early forfeits in the uh, lightweights and came roaring back between 20 and 38. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Lyman fought off of his, or Pearson fought off of his back to get Tech fall. There is the point you were talking about, Doug. So Lincoln East wins it by a Tech fall at 16 to 1, but Kearney doesn't give up six. They give up five. And again, that may not sound like a bunch, but in the end, it could very well be. So now we move up to 182 pounds, and Carney just moved so much the last time that Lincoln East wrestled them. They made monumental moves. There was more moves than you usually would see, more yeah. than one or two. Yeah, and, and you're going to see that again up here. It'll be interesting to see if Lincoln East tries to get ahead of them, but the way I see it, Doug, the only way they can do it is at 120 pounds. Lincoln East would have to do it there because they have to report first there. Back over in the Hastings match, Patton 
of Hastings has been able to score the first two points here in the second period. He's up 4-2 to over Arn of Sydney midway through the second period. For Carney High, it is Gus Franzen. The senior is going out against Andrew Mothersbaugh of Lincoln East. So Mothersbaugh, and that's uh, one of the names we talked about, Larry. Yeah, he's finally getting back in the lineup, Doug. He's been hurt or been out. Uh, they're finally getting him back. I don't think you'll see him in the ratings anywhere because he just hasn't wrestled. Uh, but he is a fantastic wrestler. So a big one early on here for Gus Franzen of the Carney High Bearcats. You see Mother's Boss wearing that solely. My guess is probably some sort of a shoulder injury. Going to the third period over there in Class B. And Arendt is going to go both up. He trails 4-2 to two over Kyle Patton from Hastings. So Patton getting the points. He was taken down initially, got the reverse, and then picked up the two more points in the second period to lead it 4-2. to two. Pape won the first match there for Hastings via the pin. Duda's up on French for Broken Bow, 11 to nothing now. They're down to the final 40 seconds of the match. And Tyler Daw of Burwell has a 5-1 lead over Leighton Mum of Thayer Central in the 182-pound match in Class D. Yeah, this will be really interesting. Mother's ball, you know, he his conditioning may not be good, Doug. I mean, he's a hammer to stick back in this lineup. but And a takedown's going to be awarded to Aaron of Sydney over here against Patton of Hastings. And now we get locked hands, so Patton will get the point. Yeah, Patton's going to get one, but he's, he's got a chance to get out here. Might be out reversal, but he's got to get out. A minute 10 to go. The locked hands has been confirmed by both officials, and sometimes your wrestler doesn't know it. And he just, the coaches are yelling, hey, let's, might have to let him up. Outside fireman's there for Mother's Ball. Gets the takedown on Gus Franzen right at the end of the period. So the short time takedown, two to nothing at the end of the first period. Carney trailing after Lincoln East got the tech fall in the first points, five nothing. Autom- and- automatic let up down there. Aaron just wanted to go straight to his feet, so it's going to be six to four. Patton of Hastings with the lead as they go neutral off the restart. And the clock has now whittled itself down to 45 seconds to go on the edge of the mat. Patton will take the shot in on a single. I don't know that he's got enough room on the edge of the mat to finish, but it will milk some clock. Yeah, it's a fantastic time to take a shot right there, Doug. Shows the official he's still working. Makes it so it's a situation where Eric can't score on him. And Duda's going to end up getting the win down here for Broken Bow. And he wins it by a major decision. Daw is up 5-1 to one over Mum of Thayer Central. And they are down to 50 seconds to go in the second period. Down to 30 seconds to go here between Patton of Hastings and Aaron of Sydney. Aaron needs the takedown. Patton's up 6-4. to four. An escape for Gus Franzen to start the second period. He's down 2-1 to one for Carney against Mothersbaugh. And we've got some action over there in the Hastings match. And Hastings, it looks like they're going to get the takedown. Late takedown to preserve the win. And they will let him up, or did the clock run out? Not sure. It's showing one second. That was weird in how they got up. Yeah, there probably should be a little more time on the clock. In the end here, it's not going to matter. As Hastings is going to come away and get the win. Kyle Patton, yeah, they are going to take it up to seven seconds. So, you know, weirder things have happened. Eight to four. Patton on top. He's just got to ride him out here, and Hastings will have won the first two matches in this semifinal, and that's exactly what's happened. So an 8-4 to four win for Patton, and that makes the score 9 to nothing 
in favor of Hastings after Pape got the win at 70. Yeah, Hastings looks good at the end of these matches, Doug, so far. Look well-conditioned, really focused. A lot of times as, as you start to lose some of that gas in the tank, you lose that focus, and I feel like Hastings has really kept it. And again, the hero right now, anyway, is Tony Perez. He was 4-14, four and 14 and he needed to win the final match of the first duel, and he held on to do that by two points, and uh, that allowed Hastings to be here in the semifinal. For Gus Franzen down here, we had a little bit of blood time, so we restarted with a minute to go in the second period. He trails Mothersbaugh 2-1. to one. Mothersbaugh in on a shot. Franzen's able to wiggle his way out of there. Yeah, I'd, it's, it looks to me, Doug, like Franzen just needs to get going. He's going to get taken. Ooh. Oh! Taken down strong to his back. He's on his back on the edge of the mat. This is a five-point move with 30 seconds to go in the second period. Mothersbaugh has the near fall. Yeah, it was just a straight double leg, and he finished all the way to his back. Back over here for Hastings now. We've got Evan Marara taking on Nathan Hofrock. Marara, 29-7 and seven junior, but uh, he's going to come in and Get the quick takedown to go up 2-0. Hofrock trying to come to his feet. He'll break him back down. Yeah, so far the Tigers look like they woke up about halfway through that uh, Columbus-Lakeview duel, and they're just roaring now. This is a team that was expected to kind of be in that position yeah. uh, and, and make some noise uh, throughout the year. And they've slid just a touch down the rankings, nothing drastic. They're still in the top five. They were ranked fifth in the new coaches' rankings that came out just earlier this week. This is a really big moment for Franz, and he's got six seconds. He's out looking to switch. Mother's ball made himself long. Franzen's got it. No, he's going to run out of time. He really needed some points there. He's down by six, seven to one, going to the third. Hoffrick will get the escape here for Sydney. So Marara of Hastings is up two to one, 30 seconds to go in the first period. Elsewhere, taking a look at some of the uh, early results. Uh, you got Tyler Daw up on Mum of Thayer Central. Burwell leading it 8-2 to two in one of those toss-up matches. Final seconds are clicking away. And Daw trying to turn him, but a roll through, and he's going to end up winning this match in the final five seconds, 8-2. to two, So Burwell will go up 9 to nothing over Thayer Central. Neely Oakdale has taken a 15 to nothing lead over Plainview. They wrestle at 2-20. Arlington and Aquinas have split with two pins, 6-6. Six, six. Broken Bow got that first win, four to nothing, and here in the second match, Brooks is up over Booth. Trevin Brooks is up seven to one as they get the second period underway. Yeah, and Half Rock from Sydney is going to trail Marara from Hastings, two to one, going to the second period. Marara's on top. Mother's Ba continues to work here, getting the takedown of Gus France, and so he's up nine to one, and then he let him up. That makes it nine to two. He had an eight-point lead, and he wants to get more. Could, so now only seven. Could be that, or the, okay, that could factor into the injury. He just may feel better on his feet. Yeah, and Franzen's just broke now. Yeah, another takedown for Mother's Boss. So he's up 11-2 to two with 45 seconds remaining in the match. Lincoln East is going to claim the first two victories here of this state semifinal. Yeah, and he's going to let him up and get another one. He's got Franzen broke on his feet. Franzen does at least come in on a shot. Franzen wearing that big pad on his Elbow and wrist. That was close to not have. That should have almost been two back points. Hit him with the same outside fireman's that he hit him with earlier. So that's going to be, I think, 13 to 3. Going to be a big 10 point win. 
15 seconds to go. Major decision going on right now. And back over there, Marara and Hofrock are 2-2 with a minute to go in the second period. And the time has run out down here at Class A, 182. Gus Franzen is going to fall by a score of 13-3. So it's going to be 9 to nothing here, and I still think Kearney just needs to hold their water at the bottom of their lineup here, Doug, because they're solid. You know, all those hammers are up top. Yeah, again, the point is, you know on paper what's supposed to happen. Now, whether you get a decision or a major decision or maybe give up the pin for those bonus points, but Carney was the underdog in these first two. Yeah, no question. They're going to be the favorite here in just a little bit, but they're the underdog in those first two. Yeah, I agree with that. Again, their duels have been extremely close, four and six points. And, of course, these coaching staffs know each other so incredibly well. I mean, and that has a lot to do with it. Absolutely. And for Hastings now, Evan Marara got the takedown but then gives up the escape, so it's 4-3 to three with nine seconds to go in the second period. But Hastings has the lead here. They've already won the first two matches at 70 and 82. Again, the final weight class to go in the semifinal will be at 160 pounds. Yeah, and it's 4-4 four to four there. Oh, Marara was in deep right as the period ended. Looks like they awarded a penalty point there, uh, yeah. Larry, to a Hofrock. That's what the little delay was. So, But uh, Marara of Hastings will get choice. He'll take bottom to go into the third period. Yes, and he, he just got to get out. He was in really deep there. Bronson, a man, and Blake Piper wrestling for Carney and Lincoln East. A man got the takedown, so he leads 2-0. to zero. Good here at 195 pounds. Get Carney back on the right track. This is another one of those kind of toss-ups. And here Marara has got the reversal and has taken the Sydney wrestler to his back here with the minute 30 to go in the match. That's an eight-point or a four-point move to go up eight to four. Yeah, that's a big deal. Oh, and then he's going to get more. He's got a cradle. He just needs to take his time with that. He needs to gather both knees on that side and slowly walk up and bring it back. He went too fast, and when you go too fast, you don't you scoot your knees. It turns into a roll through, and then he just gave up a. Well, it's going to be an escape. So it's eight five with a minute to go in the match, and Hofrock in on a single. He's got the leg picked right in the middle of the mat, and he's going to get the takedown. So now it's eight to seven. He might Mar- get turned. Marora still up one. Marora's going to get turned here, Doug. Big power half being run by Hafrock. Got a toss-up match now at 195. Carney and Lincoln East. Bronson Ahmed has picked up the early takedown. He's a 13 and 14 junior against 19 and 16. Blake Peeper of Lincoln East. Maybe Peeper even the favorite. He's going to get the escape. Two to one though. Ahmed with 20 seconds to go in the first period. Seven to eight down there. Marora leads. And Sydney's saying cut him. There's only 25 seconds left. The Sydney coaches said cut him, and so he does. But then. He looks like he's totally out of breath down there. Yeah, Hofrock's out of gas. So Marara's just got to make sure he stays on his feet with 12 seconds to go. Weak shot taken. Marara circles, circles. He might try to get the takedown. Ooh, he slipped off, but time will expire, and Evan Marara is going to hold on for a 9-7 victory, and Hastings has won their first three matches. They're up 12-0 in this duel with Sydney. Yeah, and the thing is, Doug, is you're just seeing Hastings finding ways to end these periods end these matches they're they're coming out really the better wrestler the more seasoned wrestler 
in these third periods. Bronson Ahmed will choose bottom to start the second period here for Carney, leading it 2-1 to one against Peeper. This is the kind of match that can determine this entire duel. No question. Carney really needs this. It's not the end of the world, but they could really use this one right here. This is a toss-up match. Uh, over here for Broken Bow, they are now up 8-0 on Logan View. And Colton Duda comes out there against Andrew Cohn of Logan View. Burwell's up 15-0 on Thayer Central as Hunter Mayfield goes against Logan Luring. For Hastings now, they get ready to uh, move up to 220 pounds. And immediately in there for the takedown is Blake Davis over Hayden Hoffrock. So a couple of Hoffrocks back-to-back here, or Hoffrocks. Yeah, and I mean Hastings has got to be able to maintain this. They didn't finish their first duel the way they started it. Good thing. They've got to make sure that they can do that here. So Hastings off to a good start. Carney trying to get things going here. But so far, Bronson Ahmed has not been able to get out of the bottom. And Peeper's been close to tipping him here a couple of times. Yeah, he's got to get going. And more excitement over here for Broken Bow. How about a pin for Colton Duda? Takes care of that in a minute and nine seconds. So the Cousins are 4-0 today. Just rolling along. And Broken Bow picks up another victory. They're up 14-0 in the duel. Now they set and wait for presumably 5-30 is when our finals will start tonight. So is it? Now they're going to move to the third period. No, still 19 seconds left in the second period down there. Still 2-1. Bronson Ahmed with the lead, but... On bottom hasn't been able to score here in this second period. Big push off the whistle there, trying to explode, but uh, held down by Peeper. So we already saw Peeper get out in the first period after he was taken down. And there's a reversal, short time reversal by Ahmed. And how huge is this? He's even going to get some near fall points, Larry, I believe. Yeah, which, I mean, that's a big deal. You just... When you get those opportunities, you almost have to be able to seize them and finish. But that's a big deal there. He worked. He worked. Both both wrestlers really worked in that second period. Conditioning will be big here yeah. in the third period because there was a couple of times it looked like Peeper was going to tip him, and Amen was trying to get off the bottom, working so many times, and he's able to get the job done, and Peeper has elected to go both up. No, no, he chose down, and Amen let him up. Oh, okay, excuse me. So 6-2. But I'm in with the lead as we go into the third period here. Hayden Hofrock leading 6-2 to two over there against Blake Davis from Hastings. Davis got the immediate takedown, but it's been all Hofrock since then. There's 14 seconds to go in the first period. Hunter Mayfield, Burwell, a 2-0 lead in the third period over Logan Luring of Thayer Central and Luring on bottom here with a minute 10 to go in the match. Our other Class A duel, it is Omaha Burke leading Millard South through the first three contests, 12-6. Back to the Bearcats here of Kearney High going for a state dual championship again. Yeah, they'd like to get, you know, no more second places, right? We got a warning stalling on them in. So he's got to stay after it. Don't want to give any free points. As they go to a restart here with a minute to go in the match. Amen up 6-2. to two. Ooh, trying for a double underhook there was Peeper. Yeah, even in this, if I'm a man, i got to move my feet, but I don't care if I give up one more stall. I milk this as long as I can. 
And you really don't expect bonus points here. No, and that it's just about winning this match. So I I still don't do nothing. You're up by four. A stall call does not hurt you. And again, Peeper is trying to lock him up for a big throw. He's got 30 seconds left to do it. And over on the Hastings match, Blake Davis is going to be pinned. And that's going to happen at the 233 mark. Yeah, and Ahmed's going to get a takedown here. He's going to win this thing 8-2. to two. That's big for the Bearcats. It'll make it 9-3. to three. He's even trying to tip him here a little bit. That would have been huge had he been able to do it. He would have been able to get that major decision, but it's not going to happen. And time will expire. And the junior, Bronson Ahmed, is able to even his season record at 14-14 and 14 with an 8-2 to two victory. And Carney's on the board. Yeah, that's a big win. Lincoln East up 9-3 through the first three matchups here. We're going to take a break. Be back with more of the state dual wrestling tournament after this. On the Breeze 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker, back with you here on The Breeze, KLIQ-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. want to also let you know that we do have conference tournament basketball going on the Fort Kearney conference right now on ESPN 1460 the Lou Platt conference on power 99 and the Nebraska men's basketball team Tim Biles said hey we still got 10 games to go he's going to lose everybody by the time these 10 games are over Larry they're down 44 to 29 oh no not happening again today for the big red and that's currently on ESPN 1550 oh 44-30 they just scored a point. Good grief. So uh, more action here for you from the state wrestling duels. Let's uh, let you know what's going on here for Class A. Dario Rodriguez of Kearney against Noah Spreck of Lincoln East. And Spreck will be the favorite here. He got the takedown, but Rodriguez gets the escape for Hastings. Josh Cajillas is taking on Lane Hughes of Sydney. And Cajillas has got the takedown to go up 2 to nothing, And now... It looks like he has been able to finish it off with a pin. I thought time had just run out, but they say no. He gets the pin with a second to go. Six more points for Hastings. Yeah, that's 18-6 to six now. They're really starting to roll. So great job there by uh, Josh to bring that home. And the uh, Tigers have won four of the first five matches here. And now we go down to the little guys. We'll be at 106 pounds for Hastings. Over here, over here, Rodriguez is down 2-1 to one at the end of the first period. For Carney High, Rodriguez will take bottom against Noah Spleck of Lincoln East. Yeah, and I, I've liked the way Dario Rodriguez is wrestling here. He's wrestling tough. He's getting after it, Doug. 
And Sprat clearly the favorite here, but Rodriguez is really moving. He's moving well off the bottom there. Whoa. Out comes the Sydney six-pounder, Austin Muner. He's a freshman, 24-7, and seven, wrestling Marcus Miller. And, I mean, it's down and to the back. I, they were out of bounds. I don't know if you got any back points. But it's going to be 2-0 to zero any way you cut it. Over here for Rodriguez. He's trying to base up and get the escape for Carney High, trailing 2-1. to one, But Sprecht breaks him down, back down to the mat. Minute 30 to go in the period. Yeah, Rodriguez's motion has kind of stopped here. But these big guys, it's okay as long as he finds a way out in the period. He's just got to tie it. Broken Bow has not lost a match yet, but they don't have 106-pounders, so they had to give up the forfeit. Broken Bow leads Logan View 26-6 at 113 pounds. Burwell leads Thayer Central 18 to nothing. They're wrestling heavyweight. They're up at heavyweight. They're trying to get a pin at heavyweight, and there it is at the 255 mark, and Burwell will now go up 24 to nothing over Thayer Central in Class D. Yeah, Marcus Miller from Hastings was just pinned. So that evens that up a little bit, 18 to 12. Sydney rolling it out there in 35 seconds. So they've got two wins, but they're both by pin. And now Hastings will move up to 113 pounds here. And let's see who they decide to slide out there. They wrote, they had Zesker last time. They've also got Blake Kyle as a possibility as a freshman. And let's see if uh, Zesker comes out there again. He wrestled the uh, early match today against Columbus Lakeview. And that's who they're going to put out there, Landon Zesker against Cameron Brower of Sydney. For Carney High, it's going to come to an end here. Not only can Rodriguez not get out, he got turned and got pinned with 15 seconds to go in the second. That's a big one, 345 there. You were hoping you could hang around, and then you get pinned. Yeah, I mean, legitimately thought, you know, at that point when it's 2-1, to one, you think you've got a chance to win the match. So Carney now trailing 15-3. to three. As they go out to heavyweight, and again, don't get overly panicky here, uh, but Carney High needs to win the next coin flip, that's for sure. Yeah, there's no question, and, and kind of at heavyweight, that's what we're talking about here. You know, the Carney heavyweight's 10 and 12, and the Lincoln East heavyweight's 12 and 11, so the dead weights are getting ready to end here. Got a scramble over here for Hastings and Sydney. Landon Zesker is in on a single. He's countered well, and they're going to run off the mat with no points. Boy, that was a great job of Offense, defense, offense, defense in about 15 seconds there. It looked like both guys were going to be taken down and both were able to counter. Yeah, no doubt. So Pete Kreitzer for Kearney against Creighton from Lincoln East. Creighton actually had a heck of a match earlier today in uh, their duel with Grand Island. Yeah. So we'll see here. Kreitzer's got to get going. This is this is an important one for Kearney. They can't fall down. They can't fall behind by 15 Hitting the top of the lineup. Double underhook. Both guys looking to throw here, Bakes. Yeah, this thing could end quickly. It just is a timber. Whoever loses their balance first. Yes. That's exactly right. Now it's a full body lock by Kreutzer. This is good. He lost there. He's got the lock back. If he could trip back towards us. Come yep. trip him back towards us. And he's trying. He's getting the... Getting the info from Coach Swarm, and then Kreitzer falls, and he is probably going to give up the takedown, and he's on his back. Yeah, Creighton is... has put him on his back, but he loses him. No escape, though. Two near fall. It's four to nothing in favor of Creighton of Lincoln East. It's just tough. These big guys. I mean, one little tipsy doodle, and you can't get off your back when all that 
big fats on top of you. Well, I believe this went the other way at the Kearney Lincoln East duel. Kreitzer was able to find a way to get that win, and that really spear chucked it uh, into into the lightweights. But the last time that they dueled, they started with all the big guns who had already been done because they started at 26, I believe it was. 120 was the final match. This is a whole different makeup. Yes, it is. Carney was able to get some early points on the board and then withstand this in the upper weights. Now Lincoln East is trying to take advantage in the upper weights. You're going to let him up? Oh, jeez, oh. with three seconds left. And the coach yelled at him, Doe! And he Creighton jumped back on him. He almost gave Kreitzer a free point. But it is four to nothing at the end of the first period. Over in Class B, Landon Zesker has given up the takedown. And then and here in the second period, an escape and a takedown. So Zesker has picked up a three to two lead as we go to the second period. And he will be on top to start this period with a score of three to two. Yeah, and Kreitzer chose down. Creighton's going to let him go. Nope, he's going to flop on him. Gives him the alternate start. Yeah, and then gave him the big Humpty Dumpty splat. So Kreitzer needs to find a way to get off the bottom. He could not get off the bottom for about a minute there in the set, in the first period after being taken down. Yeah, he's just got to stand up. There is no ride by Creighton whatsoever. There he gets to his feet. He should get out here. Well, maybe pop the head out. He could get a reversal yeah, as they he, trip and fall to the mat again. He's just got to wrestle. Creighton has nothing. Yeah, and there he pops his head out. Reversal for Kreitzer. Now pin him. Right here, stick him. Kreitzer's going for it, but Creighton's able to come off. He did give him two back points, though. That was a fairly quick count. Yeah, four, it was four. a quick count. So Carney is tied 4-4. Now Creighton has come up on a leg as they come to their yeah, feet. Yeah, he's got an Olsen roll. He's got that front headlock with the near knee in. And Creighton's going to pretend, yeah, well, he's going to pretend to be choked out. He was trying to chop that arm or the choke out, one of the two. Oh, now we got a fat man roll. Old school, hook the elbow and roll. But all Kreitzer does is remain on top. So he's riding with 50 seconds to go in the second period, 4-4. Carney's down in the duel, 15-3. And it will be Creighton's choice in the third. Landon Zesker has put together a little work over here in the second period. And he leads it 8-3 to three now over Cameron Brower of Sydney with a minute to go in the second period. So a lot of time over there. Hastings leading the duel 18-12 to 12 over Sydney at 113 pounds. Again, 160 will be the final weight to go in this turn of the duels. Yeah, and I think Zexer's looked good today, especially on top. Been very, very leachy. Oh, boy, now Kreitzer, he's way too high. Creighton trying to pop out the back door. He could get back points here. There's 10 seconds left. He's got kind of both legs in. He also could give up a reversal from this spot, Doug. Yeah, they're in bad side to side. Don't give that reversal up. Two seconds, time's out. There is no points. Whoo! There is no points. Everybody had to yell. The towel didn't get out there in time that time to blow the period dead. So it is four to four. Creighton will take bottom. Kreitzer just rode him out for about yeah. 50 seconds. You'd really like to see the takedown's not likely, Doug. You need He needs to turn him. The takedown is not likely. Oh, that big guy's going to throw them legs in again. What, oh, oh, locked, locked hands. hands immediately. Five seconds in, and what locked hands means is a point for Lincoln East. Creighton's up five to four. We say it a lot, Larry. Just explain to the fan a locked hands. Well, locked hands, You uh, the only way you can, when you're on top of somebody that you can lock around the body is you have to have an arm. You can't just lock around the tummy and touch your hands together when, when you're on the mat. Think bear hug. 
Yes, that would be cheating. And so 5-4, and now he just has to let him up. So it's 6-4, and they wrestle on their feet. And the officials want to get a restart here. There's a minute 47 to go, and Kreitzer now trails at heavyweight 6-4. He's going to try to headlock him. This is what got him in trouble last time. He's there. He's there. That's two. He's going to stick him right here, Doug. He's in an old-school headlock position. There's a minute 30 left, and Creighton is flat as a pancake. He's not even moving. Kreitzer's just got to apply the pressure, step through. Uh Oh, Oh, they called it illegal. Bet you a dollar. So a five-point move, takedown, three-point near fall, illegal hold, one-point east. So that makes it 9-7, to Carney, with a minute 23 to go in the match here at heavyweight. Carney at the lead, Creighton on bottom. Zesker continues to lead in his match, now 10-3, picking up two more points with a minute 10 to go here in the third period for Hastings. Hastings off to a great start in their semifinal with Sydney. And now Creighton's up. He's going to get out here, I'm sure. There's the. So now it's 9-8, and Creighton comes running at him. Kreitzer immediately checked the clock, so you know what that means. The big boy was gasping for air, but I think Creighton is too. Well, we're in body lock over and under here. Somebody's going to go for a ride. There's going to be points here. There has not been a stall warning at all so far. Well, 50 is... seconds. I'm Kreitzer. I stay in this position. And we get a restart here with 48 seconds to go. With a state championship in many ways, maybe on the line, Doug. This is a huge match in this duel. Double overs now for Creighton. Which means, oh, he's jacking him up, too. He's going to get this. Oh, my. He throws Kreitzer down to his back. I think only a two count, but he's still in trouble with 30 seconds to go. He will be behind. Yeah, that double overs, when he jacked it up, he was able to get his pinch those elbows together. Kreitzer in serious trouble. 15 seconds to go, even if he doesn't get pinned, and he does. Oh, my goodness. Not only do you lose, you get pinned. You were up 15 seconds ago. That might be the one that determines it. Carney is going to have to win those number one versus number one matchups now. Oh, dude, they're going to, I mean, I mean they may have had to do that anyway. Yeah, this is, this is big trouble. So Carney falls by a pin in 549. And Lincoln East is up 21 to three as we turn it up to 106. Yeah, you've got Hastings rolling 21 to 12. Zesker wins it 12 to five to get him to 21 12. They go to 120 pounds. Let's go ahead and give you a little recap here as we let you know where we're at for the state semifinals on the Breeze 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The other Class A match, and again we remind you, 160 is where this dual round will end at 106 pounds they're wrestling with millard south leading omaha burke 13 to 12 in b blair leads skyler 18 to 10 the 113 pounders are on the mat hastings leads sydney 21 to 12 the 120 pounders are on the mat in class c broken bow leads logan view 29 to 12 with the 126 pounders on the mat aquinas leads arlington 28 to 9 with the 120 pounders on the match Got a double overtime going between Plainview and Neely Oakdale. And it's 16 to 15 Plainview as they are wrestling in double overtime at 113 pounds. And Burwell leads Thayer Central 24 to 6, wrestling at 113 pounds. Archer Heelan comes out for Carney, gets a quick takedown over Brandon Bostert. 
But boy, what a match here. 30 and 4, 32 and 6. These guys have a little history already. Well, yeah, they're number two and number three in the state, Doug. Number two being Archer Heelan and Brandon Bostert being number three. Both freshmen. Quick takedown by Heelan. He's trying to drive those legs in. Carney invite, the duel. Some of these Lincoln East and Carney almost see each other too much. Yeah, I would agree with that. Dylan Miller and Jacob Peckman. They're all tied up. Dylan Miller of Hastings. Hastings has really, for a, a lot of sense, got con, kind of control of that duel. But there's Sydney's got some hammers coming. Yeah, there's there's some big boys for Sydney. They're going to be rolling up here. But 21 to 12 Hastings. Of course, Hastings still has a number one wrestler to take the mat. Yes. So Archer Heelan. Now he's got both legs in, but he's awful high. That looks like the period's going to end. Boston's got a chance to come out the back door maybe for one or potentially a tying reversal. He's Helan's not in good shape here. He's way high. Right there, the period's over now, so it's going to be two to zero. And over there in Class B, we'll get a restart, 2-2. 120 pounds with Miller wrestling off bottom. Trying to get the escape for Sydney. They've got Trey Ariano, number one at 138, and Brody Reigns, number two at 145, still to go. Bryce Brown, uh, number two ranked. I think I said number one, but Bryce Brown is still to come here next at 126 pounds for Hastings. But Hastings has salted away quite a little lead here. And Isaac Hunsley at 132 will be rated. Uh, I can't imagine that we would see a Hunsley-Ariano matchup. That would not be beneficial for Hastings I don't think 32 and 38 you could see a little switch in there but we'll see no but if you could take a reason you would do that is let's say you think Oriana's better than you you go up and wrestle him there and if you've got somebody that could wrestle uh the other guy to where instead of get instead of letting Oriano pin your guy for six maybe you negate it to just three yeah possibility four to nothing now Archer Heelan picking up the Points here in uh, point in uh, match number two, period two with reversal, and he is in control now of Brandon Bostert. So a good, good period here so far for Carney. And after letting the heavyweight get away, this is almost uh, crucial. Well, you're at must, a win, must win. Time. Yeah. yeah, you are at must win now, and this is a big deal. You know, can you find four more points here, four or five more points, and maybe get a major in a in a what could be somewhat of a coin flip match? You're number two and number three, and have seen each other many times, and and I can tell you that's what Archer Heelan, he's trying to turn. He's not riding at all. He is full-on trying to get turns. Right in the center of the mat, so there's plenty of room to work here. Finally, Bostert starts to make a little effort on the bottom. We had a little blood time over here between Miller of Hastings and Peckham of Sydney. It's still 2-2 two to two as we start the second period. And taking bottom is Miller. Miller on the rollout, and how about this? We're going to get some near-fall points. He's got a little ball and chain there. He's got that arm down in between uh, Peckham's legs, just running a ball and chain, and then he slams him down. That is not good. So Miller gets the tip for two points, and that makes it 4-2 to two, as they'll have a potentially dangerous and come out of bounds for a restart. And we go to the end of the second period here. Archer Heelan of Kearney, 4 and Brandon Bostert of Lincoln East, nothing. And he says, I want to go down right away. He needs to get out and get another takedown. And find one more point. Dylan Miller 
getting near fall points again. Just doing a fantastic job. Look really good on top. Oh, Bowster looks like he's... Might cradle him up. Yeah, he's on the verge. He's getting back points right there, Doug. Yeah, healing on his back. He's got him tilted. This is going to be all five count, it looks like, for a three near fall, and that's going to make it a one-point match as Helan tries to scramble out of there, and he's going to get at least off the mat but not score. But yeah. Scoring from that position, four to three. Yeah, what Healing can't do is let him capture that wrist. He let Bowster capture his wrist, and then from there, the fight was on. False start on the restart. So a warning will be issued. You should fall start in that spot if you're <laughs> healing. you got to get those arms moving. You can't let him capture that wrist again. And he just captured the wrist. Same move. Healing still up 4-3. to three, But Bostard again trying to tip him and take the lead back here. At 106 pounds, Carney High already down 21-3 to three in this duel. Over for Hastings, Dylan Miller now has opened things up in the second period with a 7-3 lead over Jacob Peckham of Sydney, and they are neutral with one minute to go in the second period. Yeah. Miller the favorite here, and he'd like to go get some more points. Bowstert's really got a tough ride. He just won't let go of that wrist. That's a good ride. He's out to the side. There's no stalling. He's clearly working the turn. Well, it's all or nothing now. You're not cutting him, and you're behind. You're riding top. you got to turn him, or you're going to get beat. That's exactly right. So Carney's found themselves in another 30-second scramble here. They have not done well so far in these today. Helan now just trying to make sure he doesn't get turned. He doesn't have to worry about getting an escape. Clock down to 25 seconds to go. Yeah, and in this, they're wrestling it out enough. I don't think you could call stalling here. No, there's moving. They're moving. Down to 15 seconds to go. One more chance for Boster, who just never decided to let him up. Doesn't have really good control of anything right now. No. And Helan is going to be able to get out of this thing. And he's actually going to get an escape right before time. So there's two seconds left, and they restart. Five to three, Helan. And Boster is going to have to hit a miracle takedown. Yeah, Helan was just in such fabulous control of this thing. And Helan just backs up. That's all he has to do. And that is the end as Helan's going to get the win by a score of 5-3. to three. And Carney will pick up points, but it's just three. But they needed him. 21-6 to six Lincoln East as we go to 112 or 113. Yeah, and let's see what happens here. Just again, who does uh, – do they send out Nick Swift – over well, for Hastings, no change. We go to the third period. It's Dylan Miller of Hastings 7 and Jacob Peckman of Sydney 3 to start the third period. And uh, for this, it will be Miller on bottom. Broken Bow leading Logan View 35-12. They're wrestling at 132, and Patrick Powers is up 6 to nothing with 24 seconds to go in the second period. Coy Gideon of Burwell taken down by Damian Stewart and put on his back, and he's in trouble. Gideon in trouble here against Stewart if they are central. Burwell's up by a score of 30-15. to 15. This could be a turnaround. Yeah, that would be. Don't expect Gideon to get beat here. And if he does, that puts their central back in the match. Yeah, Nagatani comes out and gets the big takedown for Carney. Hunter Nagatani wrestling Nick Swift. Swift's had a fantastic year at 29-9. and nine. 
But as you know, the junior Hunter Nagatani is 30-9. No rated wrestlers here. Nagatani up 2-1 to one after giving up an escape and looking for two more on the near fall. Over for Hastings. No scoring in the first minute of the third period. Peckham has ridden Miller, but he's got to do more than that. Miller is on bottom on a restart, but he's up in the match 7-3. to three. Yeah, down by four. He's going to need something to happen. Miller's really starting to slow, though. He's not coming on quite like the others have. Peckham's got an arm back. And don't forget, coming up next, scheduled to start around 3.30. It'll be a little later than that because we uh, fell behind early. We'll have those consolation matches. If you lose here, you got to come right back at 3.30 and wrestle for third and fourth, already in for fifth and sixth. Grand Island and Columbus in A, Lexington and Columbus, Lakeview in B, Valentine and David City in C, Amherst and Elwood in D. We've got a scramble over here between Sydney and Hastings, and oh my goodness, Miller just got pinned. He was up 7-3 to three and on bottom and got turned to his back, and Peckman gets the six points. Well, I I said it just right before that. It just He really started to slow. He was really slow coming back to the center on multiple fresh whistles, and it looked like maybe that had a chance. A pin in 537. That's a game changer because you're getting ready to go up 24 to 12. You're getting ready to double them up, and now all of a sudden it's a three-point duel. Yeah, it, it changes it. That's a nine-point swing right there. You're going to win and get three, and not only do you lose, you give up six. Nagatani with a 4-1 lead over Nick Swift of Lincoln East. After getting a takedown in the second, and now he gets to go bottom here in the third. Yeah, Nagatani's looked really good. He's pretty fast. He's slick, great intensity, right to his feet. Able to face up. He's going to get at least one, if not two. Let's see if he gets the reversal. Nope, just an escape. So a point for Nagatani makes it 5-1, to one, a minute 40 to go in the match. And he's still in trying to get in on a leg. Now Hastings and Bryce Brown is going to come out as the number two wrestler at 126 and takes Jordan Ruiz right to his back. He's got him cradled up early in this first period. Gives it up, so it's five to nothing. And yeah, even if Brown gets the pin, boy, those points, it would have been 30 to 12. Yeah, no, I'm probably out of out of reach in that spot. That was a big deal. Now Nagatani. With a takedown, 7-1, to one, midway through the second period over Swift of Lincoln He's East. He's got a cradle, Doug. He needs to take his time, get it back to the center of the mat because it's locked up. I think he's going to run out of real estate. Swift knows that he's trying to get off the mat and does. An escape for Ruiz of Sydney, so Brown goes right back to work and gets the takedown. 7-1, to one, 40 seconds to go here in this period. Yeah, Nagatani's going to let the free release to make it Seven to two, that's smart. Look for a major decision here in the last 50 seconds. Yeah, Joel Ostrom over there for Burwell. His signature got the win against Evan Waddington earlier this year. And then that was the only time they met. They had a chance to meet again, but did not. Yeah, Ostrom's tough. Burwell is up 30 to 21. Thayer Central has picked up a few points here, wrestling at 138. Plainview leads Neely Oakdale 25-21 at 132. Aquinas leads Arlington 28-15. They are wrestling at 126. 
Broken Bow leads Logan View by a score of 35 to 12, and Powers leading McNulty here at 132. Oh, these would be important back points. Nagatani is so close to getting them. One. Oh, it's just a one stroke. And then they're going to come off the mat. It's done. And it's that'll over. be it. So instead of a major, it is a regular decision as we go to the third period. Oh, yeah, they had the wrong. Me. Yeah, they had the third period. Anyway, I think the, they're going to decide to go both up. So 9-3, to three, Nagatani. I know this ain't bonus wrestling. <laughs> no. But they, yeah, we, they put up both lights, said we were in the third period when we were only in the second. Bryce Brown controlling Jordan Ruiz, but hasn't been able to pin him. It's just all kinds of turns and three counts. It's 14-2, to two, and we still have a minute 20 to go, but he's trying to get the pin instead of the tech fall, and he's looking to get him turned right here. He had him turned in the first 20 seconds and couldn't finish. He's turned him again, and he's got to get it here or else it's a tech fall. It'll be 17-2, to two, or it'll be a pin. He's got a whole minute to go in the second period. Brown needs to find a way to get that extra point here for Hastings and can't do it. Can't do it. Three-point near fall, and it'll be a tech fall at the 3.03 mark. We have legitimately seen that a lot of times today where guys just weren't able to get that finished. Nagatani now up 11-4 as they're on their feet with a minute 10 to go. In on a shot, and he's going to be able to finish. 13-4, Nagatani now up by nine. A minute to go in the match. I cut him and I get on my feet. Now work for the tech. Done a fantastic job to this point. You're listening to KLIQ FM, Hastings, Kearney, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Hastings, Lexington, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. We are in the state semifinals of the high school dual wrestling tournament. The Luplat Conference Basketball Tournament is right now on Power 99. The Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament is on ESPN 1460. Hastings College Basketball is on 1230 AM. KHAS Nebraska Basketball is on ESPN 1550 at this hour. So a lot of sports on this Saturday afternoon. And Illinois leading Nebraska 60-47 to with five and a half to go. Oh, that was really nice there. Not Hunter Nagatani... Nice little trip. 15 to 3. Are they going to discuss with the end? Isaac Hundley, ranked fourth for Hastings, will take the mat against 500 wrestler Paul Hauser of Sydney. 26 to 18. Hastings with the lead. And again, here's where Hastings needs to get some big points. And there's a good trip. Sweep the leg and get the takedown for Hunsley. 2 0. Yeah, if you're Sydney. You gotta be careful because I think Hastings smells a little blood in the water. They're right on the verge of being able to put this duel away. Carney is trailing in their duel 21 to 6. This is the seventh of 14 matches. Nagatani leading it 13 to 5 now. And that's gonna be the end of it. Time runs out. Hunter Nagatani wins it 13 to 5. He'll get the major decision here for Carney, so that's four points. And it's 21 to 10 now in favor of Lincoln East. And we're about to the point here where we might start to see some switching in this lineup. 
Let's see what Carney decides to do. I mean, you've got Steele and Ferguson and Smith and Moomy and McBride and James. This is where Carney has a lot of great wrestlers, but then there's not some bad ones for Lincoln East either. No, I mean, Lincoln East is loaded up here as well. But this is right around in the spot of the lineup that you would start to see some of that stuff take place. Isaac Hunsley has just picked up the win by pin for Hastings in a minute and 31 seconds. Hastings is now up 32-18. to 18. As we move up to 138 pounds. And now here's where Sydney has their number one wrestler in Ariano. And then they'll come right back with their number two wrestler in Reigns. They could get 12 quick ones here and cut it to two. Yeah, that would be a big deal. Riley Steele's going to wrestle 120 for Carney with Nathan Rezac from Lincoln East. And when you look at that, that that almost has to mean if it's Riley Steele. You know, he's number four in the state at 120 pounds. Uh, Nathan Rezac is number two in the state at 120 pounds. So this is a big-time matchup. 21 to 10, East with the lead. Rezac 33 and 8. Steele actually 27 and 11. Multiple meetings between these two. Austin Yo has been taken down by Trey Ariano of Sydney, 2 to nothing. 45 seconds gone in the first period. Yeah, we'll see how long Oriano rides. He likes to be on his feet. He's really good up there. He may look to go something feet to back or something that allows him to feed into a turn. I bet he lets him up here. Yep, that's what's going to happen. Austin Yo's going to be up on his feet, so it's going to be two to one. Little action over here for Carney and East. East in on a single. And now trying to face and get back into it is going to be Riley Steele. No points awarded yet. Well, Steele did a really good job to face up there. Rezac's head popped out. He may score here. And he will. Nathan Rezac gets the first takedown, 2-0. 15 seconds to go in the first period. Today's wrestling action brought to you by Impact Seeds. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. To learn more about seed treatment options for your operation, contact Pioneer Sales Professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Oriano got another takedown. He's going to give another free escape. But this is the game I think you'll see him play. Sydney trying to get a bunch of points here in their next two matches as Hastings leads it 32 to 18 at 138 pounds. 160 is the final match of this round. Yeah, let's say you're right, and they get these two pins. It pulls within two with two to go. It came down to the end of the first period in Class A. Rizik of East leading Steele of Carney two to nothing, and Rizik chooses bottom to start the second period. Oriano gets another takedown now. Six to two. Let's peek over to what's going on on some of the other mats. In Class D, Burwell leads Thayer Central by a score of 36 to 27 at 152. And it is Plainview leading Neely Oakdale 25 21 at 132. Broken Bow gave up a pin here. Logan View will pick up the pin, and that cuts it to. 38 to 24 Broken Bow, but they only have two matches left to go. So Broken Bow has solidified the win there. They're on to the finals. Aquinas leading Arlington 38 to 15 as they wrestle at 138. Blair leading Skyler 27 to 13. They wrestle at 132. 
Hastings leading Sydney 32-18 as they wrestle at 138. Omaha Burke trailing Millard South 29-18, wrestling at 132. And Lincoln East leading Kearney 21-10, wrestling at 120. And so far, Steele has ridden Rizek out through the first minute of the second period. Yeah, Rizek hasn't been close to getting out. Steele's done a fantastic job with him. Not been close to turning him, but a ride out would really be a big deal. Because then you could get out, get a takedown to win. Oh, now Rizek got to his feet, but Steele just did a great job. Nice mat return. Ariano still leading it for Sydney, 6-2 over Austin Yo, with 50 seconds to go in period number two. Of course, Ariano, the number one ranked wrestler in Class B at 138 pounds. And looks really smooth. He's starting to go to work now, looking for a turn. Back in A. Down to 15 seconds to go on the edge of the mat. Steele trying to ride Rizek out. Rizek comes forward. Rizek gets out. That's going to be an escape as they go out of bounds. Yeah, with eight seconds left. That was nice. Whoa. Oriano's getting back points now. 24 seconds left. Yo might be in big trouble. There's the pin. So There's the first of the two Doug said Sydney needed. Give him a pin in three minutes and 46 seconds. It's 32 to 24, Hastings with the lead. And you've got the number two ranked wrestler in Brody Reigns coming out next against Hastings. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, they did not call it a pin. All right. Okay. I'm not sure why they stopped it then. So it's eight to two and 14 seconds to go in the second period. I was with you, Larry. It looked like they had called it and everybody was ready to take the leg bands off. Over here in Class A. Riley Steele gets two quick ones, and it's now 3-2 to two, Rizek as they wrestle on their feet to start the third period. And Rizek, or Riley Steele needs to get going here. Rizek got the escape, and then Steele with the quick takedown at the end of the period. So he's down one. Minute and a half to go. Looking for that shot. The number two and four ranked wrestlers in Class A at 120. Carney needing a win. Down 21 to 10. They lock him up. Ariano goes into the third period from Sydney with an 8 to 3 lead. Now gets a point here to start the third. 9 to 3 over Austin Yo. But Yo, don't give up bonus points. No. That would be a huge Sydney win. Even yeah. if they don't. And there's the takedown. So it's 11 to 3. So now you do have a major. But don't get pinned. Yeah. Yo's doing a good job. Sydney needs six out of this. They have to get six out of this. Riley Steele is going to get taken to his back. I thought he was going to get the takedown. And Rizek fights through, takes him to his back. It's going to be a five-point move, it looks like. Steele trying to worm his way off the bottom. But now there's only 30 seconds remaining. He's not going to get off, Doug. That's big trouble. Five to two. Rizek has found his spots here in this match for about a minute and 40 of each period. It looks like he's not doing much. Then the next thing you know, there he is picking up points. That's exactly right. Eight to two. And Carney now has their work extremely cut out for him. Great match there for Nathan Rizek, the number two ranked wrestler in the state. And he will win it by a score of 8-2. to two. 
Jeez, Ariano's just pushing it 17-5 to now. What a performance by him. Austin Yo has just found a way to stay alive in this thing. 30 seconds remaining in that match. They'll come off the mat and hit a restart. And so let's uh, see if we can get to the end of this period, end of this match with Yo, and then take a break, and we'll have some big-time matches coming up here between Carney High and Lincoln East. But Carney now trailing... 24 to 10 as we get ready to go to 120 pounds, 126 pounds. Yeah, he's got to try to. That was a takedown with an escape, quick escape. Yo just gave him the takedown. He doesn't care at this point. Yeah, but now a takedown and you get the tech fall. Five seconds to go. You can run and take that penalty point, and it's going to be 19 to 6. So Ariana wow. wins it, but. Only picks up four when you were expecting maybe five or six. Yeah, what a great job. 32 to 28, Hastings. Right? No. Well, no, they're down by 10. 32 to 22, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, because that's right, we thought it was a pin, and it was not. 32 to 22. Right. That's where my... Addition, my, my math is off, and you still have Reigns coming out. So 32-22, to 22, Hastings leads it. Expect them to get beat here at 145, but they will still have the lead going into the final two matches. Could be our man again. Perez yeah, might be huge. I was just going to say, yeah, Perez, can you get it to six now? Gage Ferguson is going to go out there for Carney and get a takedown over Shaman Herb of Lincoln East, and Ferguson going to be a huge favorite to win this. Let's take a break. You're listening to the State Duels here on The Breeze 94.5. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Rexius Nutrition's Thermovar Weight Loss Kit not only helps curb those holiday sugar cravings, but targets the hips, thighs, and spare tire you want gone now. With 25 Midwest locations, including in Kearney at 1420 West 24th Street, get your free sample today. Swim all year round with an endless pool fitness system in your own backyard. Hi, this is Doug from Detterdings. Our endless pools are unmatched, whether you're training for a triathlon or improving your health. See and try the endless pools at Detterdings, Kearney, and Grand Island. The Breeze 94.5. We have our first team into the state dual championships. It is Broken Bow as they are able to pick up a 44-30 win over Logan View, who had knocked off Valentine earlier today, and Gage Ferguson, as Bearcat fans were hoping, was able to go out and get the pin for Carney in a minute 38. So we move on to 132 pounds, and Braden Smith will go out for the Bearcats against Brecklin Sperling. It is now East 24 and Carney 16. Yeah, Brecklin Sperling, of course, rated number six, but we know all about Braden Smith. Brumbaugh down there for Hastings is leading Brody Reigns 2-1. to one. 
So that's a big deal. Hastings Brody Reigns didn't go, or Mason Brumbaugh isn't going anywhere too, too quick. You know, Mason Brumbaugh, 145-pounder, ranked fifth. Reigns ranked second. And this one could determine who wins this duel. Yeah, it's just a reversal to the back for Reigns. Trouble here for Mason Brumbaugh. And time will run out in the period, so he's able to get a fresh start here. But a big four-point move there will make it 5-2 to two in favor of Brody Reigns. The reversal and the two-point near fall, and Reigns will take bottom to start the second period. And Braden Smith leads 2-0. to zero. Awful tough ride. Minute left in the first period. Taking on Brecklin Sperling of Lincoln East in the Class A 132-pound matchup. Sperling is ranked sixth. Kind of pseudo keeping my eye on that uh, Broker or Burwell match. They are 30 to 36 in the final match. So a pin by Thayer Central would tie that up. And they have a huge advantage there, 26 and 7 junior against a 3 and 11 freshman. Thayer Central looking for that Burwell, the defending D champion. Also in D. Neely Oakdale has a 30-28 lead over Plainview. And Plainview will be huge favorites here at 152. They've got two matches remaining there. Aquinas leading Arlington. They've got this one won, 41-21, as they wrestle at 152 pounds. Yep. And now Bro- and Brumbaugh's in, his- in trouble again. He's on his back with plenty of time in the middle against Brody Reigns. Reigns trying to get the big, huge pin here to help Sydney. Brumbaugh in a lot of trouble, Larry. Yeah, Brumbaugh's in deep trouble. Still a minute left. He's going to get choked out there. And Thayer Central got the pin to tie it at 36, so now they've got to go to criteria. I think Thayer Central just won this duel. Well, I don't see either team celebrating. Wait, no, Thayer Central's starting. They, they have been. I think they know the criteria. Burwell looks a little more dejected. Yeah, I, th- I think Thayer Central knows they've won this duel. Let's see what they say. Yeah, Thayer Central celebrating. I think probably as it was leading up to it, they had maybe done the math. What a way to go. Yeah. Losing by criteria in the state semifinal. Well, and you've got Thayer Central just put on a tremendous uh, show today, and you've got Plainview. A lot of people thought would win this thing today in real trouble. Back over here in Class A, Braden Smith continues to lead Sperling. Two to nothing in the second period. Minute 30 to go. Smith is on bottom and has been warned for stalling. And as soon as that happens, he comes to his feet and gets the escape. So now it's three to nothing. Smith with a minute 20 to go in the second period. Over here for Hastings. Brumbaugh somehow got off his back, but still trails 10 to three to Brody Reigns of Sydney with 20 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, I mean, Brumbaugh's wrestling tough. They're still trying to figure it out over here. Now Thayer Central's probably getting nervous. And we're done in Class C. And so Aquinas able to defeat Arlington 47-27. to Aquinas over Arlington 47-27. to It'll be Aquinas and Broken Bow in the Class C final. Braden Smith wrestling from their feet. Leading it three to nothing. Brumbaugh, they'll go to the third period. 
Brumbaugh chooses bottom. Hasn't had a whole lot of success getting out of there. No, but he's been tough, and for him right now, it's survival. Hastings really needing to survive here. They're up 32-22 to 22 in the duel. There'll be two matches after this. Right now, probably going to at least get a major as he's turning him again, and that would make it 32-26. to 26. You just don't want it to be any worse than that. That's right. He's got a real chance to pin him here with what he's got him turned in. He used a big power half. He's got both legs in, kind of a Saturday night ride. Brumbaugh has been on his back most of this match. Brumbaugh's in trouble here. Continues to go and got out of it again. What a great job by Mason Brumbaugh. He must have one of those Mel Gibson shoulders from Lethal Weapon, man. That's right. Back over here for Braden Smith. We go to the third period. He got the escape in the second. He's up three to nothing. But he will be on top of Breckland Sperling. Sperling needs to score three from the bottom. There's now about 100 people around that table. When it started, it was two coaches down there with Burwell and Thayer Central. And now it's, I mean, so they're getting deep into the criteria here. You could go as far as to how many takedowns. Like, I mean, it, it really is. And once you get past seven, then they pull out the book. Yeah. Like, once you get past wrestled matches, wrestled wins, pins, that kind of thing. Burwell. Something like reversals or something wins it. Burwell and Thayer Central. Finished in a deadlock at 36-36. No winner has been declared yet. Brumbaugh now down 15-4. to He's got 25 more seconds to try and survive here. Well, this is big because, Doug, I'm going to argue Sydney's going to leave uh, four points on the board here. They're, if, if they come out of here with two majors, yeah, that's four points they're going to leave here. Yeah, when you're expecting, well, at least a pin you were expecting at 138. Right. Here Brumbaugh's you got two rated enough, here you yeah. got two rated wrestlers are going to count out the points again but it is not going to be enough. It's going to be 17 to 4 Brumbaugh is going to get beat. But that's still only 4 points. Hastings 32, Sydney 26 and two matches left to go. Oh boy, oh boy. So do do uh do the uh, Sydney? Hey, Burwell's starting to celebrate. Chance. Burwell's starting to celebrate. Thayer celebrated too soon. Yeah, there's some hugging. There's some hugging. Oh, uh, Mike Max has. Nope, he hasn't got up yet. <laughs> Mike's gonna wait. He's gonna wait until it's for sure. We have a penalty point issued over here in the Class A match. Sperling picks it up. Smith up 3-1. to one. I think he got dinged for stalling again. There was a stall back in the first period. Yeah, he hasn't looked dynamic. Oh, big throw down there. Heigler of Sydney just tossed Tony Perez. There's the pin. Well, Heigler, 34-5 and five senior. And Perez is going to get pinned, and we are tied going to the final match of the duel. The pin coming in just 13 seconds. He went right out. And took care of it. Three straight wins for Sydney. And just like it did in the quarterfinals, Hastings comes down to the final match in the semifinals with number two, Sydney. Boy, I'll tell you, Doug, that that was looking. That did not, again, a half hour ago, I didn't see that. Braden Smith got dinged again, Doug. It's now three to two. Now he can't let him up. 19 seconds left. See how he's right in the middle of him? He's got to get out to the side. He's got to expose himself and risk. 
Better be careful that he doesn't get reversed here. Eight seconds to go. Roll through. And he's able to hold on, and Carney will win it. Wasn't pretty, but Carney wins it. Three to two, cutting the deficit to 24-19. Still trying to decide down here. Between Burwell and Thayer Central, still. Wow. Might have to draw a card. Hate to see it come down to that. Jackson Phelps of Hastings. 12 and 23, going to be a huge underdog to 35 and 8, Brady Robb of Sydney. And Robb jumps out here with a takedown at 2 to nothing. And they gave the escape, going to be 2 to 1. Over in Class A, Philip Mumy and Max Mayfield. Here we go. Yes, here we go. Mumy and Mayfield. This is as good as it's going to be maybe all day long. Class A, 138 pounds. Mumi's number one at 132. Mayfield's number one at 138. Mumi beat Mayfield up at the auditorium. And then James got beat by Chance Fry up at the auditorium. Yeah, no, this is good stuff. As soon as the unicamera, the state unicamera calls in and tells us who won this duel, we'll let you know. Nobody knows who's going to the finals down there in D. And they're going to the final match in the other D. It's 30-32, to 32, Plainview, Neely, Oakdale, Doug. Plainview up by two. So it's getting tight here in the semifinals. Brady Robb up 4-1. to one. Now he gets the takedown of Jackson Phelps. Sydney with those hammers right in the middle. Part of what Brady Robb's got to do is relax. His other guys had to get bonus points. He doesn't. He needs to just, just work win. here. Yes, but he's in a near fall position with 15 seconds left. There's the pin. Sydney going to the finals. And Sydney on to the Class B finals. To take on Blair, who's up 33 to 19 over Skyler. So a pin in 147. And the final score, Sydney 38 and Hastings 32. But Hastings is battled, and now they'll go for third and fourth against it looks like Skyler. Moomy with the takedown. Nice big takedown. Of course, Philip Moomy. Been all over the world. Max, Maxfield's only loss to Mumi. He's 40 and 1. Mumi's 38 and 0. They'll come to the edge of the mat, get a restart with 33 seconds to go in the first period. Just fantastic competitors here. <laughs> Class A, it is Millard South leading Omaha Burke 37 to 24 with two matches to go. So South is going to be who moves on to the Class A final. Husker men. Lose five in a row, 71-64 to Illinois today, and we're behind virtually the whole way. I feel good about this season. Everybody felt good about it. I think they've got a chance to win a game or two in the NIT, which that's kind of what people hope for out of this basketball program, right? Wow. Hey, by the way, Nebraska wrestling team is ranked sixth in the country. And they're good. What are we talking about hoops for? The only bad thing is They beat Rutgers last night. Oh! Mayfield with a throw, last second. (laughs) It's going to get wiped off, but the message is sent. The message will still be sent there. When you get chucked like that and your feet touch the rafters. I think they're going to give him the two. The referee put his hand in the air for two, and the Carney coaches were immediately there. Yeah, Sharby, he doesn't like it. 
So we're winding down. Blair leading Skyler 39-19 in their final match. Plainview and Oakland Craig. Plainview should have a slight advantage in this match. Mejia leading Dempsey 4-1. At the end of the first period, the winner of that wins the duel. Neely Oakdale with the uh, upset of Amherst. Plainview, the number one seed, going to looks like maybe hold on here. And they did allow that. They did allow it, and then Mayfield, they'll wrestle from their feet, gets the escape for a 3-2 to two to start this second period. Yeah, so that's quite a little change there. And we're all done now down here. Blair is going to come on with a 39-25 win over Skyler. And they will face Sydney. We have a one versus two in Class B. We have a one versus three in C, Broken Bow and Aquinas. Both Ds are still out there. One of them is wrestling, and one of them has been waiting 10 minutes to find out who's going to win the tie between Burwell and Thayer Central. Yeah, this will be interesting because, I mean, a takedown is going to get this deal here because Mumi will go down in the third period. There's still a minute left in the second, but Mumi will go down and get out, which will make it 3-3. Three to three. This will be an interesting piece. Was it not Mumi's choice? Mayfield got the escape to start the second period. Right. So it would be 3-2. to two. Right. So it would have been Mayfield's choice. Yeah, Mumi will have his choice to go down. He'll get out and make it 3-3. Three three. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> How long have we been doing this today? I know. You're listening to KLIQ FM, Hastings, Kearney, Grand Island. It is 3-2 Mayfield over Mumi and in on a shot with 40 seconds to go in the second period. He's got Mumi in a little bit of trouble. He's got Mumi on his butt. Mumi's doing a nice job. He cannot let that head come out. Mumi's just got there. He's coming up. There he's coming up. Boy, he sure got him split, though. Look at that. And the two-point takedown has been awarded 5-2 to two Mayfield. Now Mumi's got to find a way to get out of there. Yes, he does. At least get your one in the final 20 seconds. Mumi trying to back out. Trying to roll through. Mayfield holding anything he can. Stalling. And Mooney's not going to be able to get out. Max Mayfield will have a 5-2 lead over Mooney as they go to the third period. Yeah, where do they go? This Almost little, has to go down. A little bit of the opposite of what happened uh, over at Carney's Auditorium. Before they scrambled and went to overtime. Yeah, almost has to go down here. When he does, he actually looks a little winded in there. Yeah. He took a big old deep breath as we get ready to start the third and final period. Boy, these are big matches. They're so good for you before that individual tournament. And a quick escape by Mumi. So here we go on our feet. Five to three, Max Mayfield leads Philip Mumi. 40 and one Mayfield. That lost two, 38 no Mumi. Doug, Mumi looks gassed a little bit. Yes, he does. They're on their feet, kind of on the edge on the Lincoln East side. I mean, Mumi really hasn't had very many attacks since the first. Mayfield tries to throw there. Mayfield gets down on a leg in kind of a waterfall position. Mumi's looking now, unless he can get his hip up. Best thing for him here is a stalemate. Yeah, Mumi hasn't exactly been the aggressor in no. this match, has he, Larry? Not at all. He's had one good attack, and that's it. 105 remaining, and they will stalemate. Oh, no, we've got a potentially dangerous, and that is a point. He figure forward the head. Mumi figure forward the head, or scissored it. Excuse me. 
So Mayfield's going to get a point. Yeah, that makes he, it six to three. Yeah, he had the head figure forward, and then he scissored it. You can't scissor the head. So what? He had it like this, and then it fell. Now you need more than a takedown. Yeah, now that's now a it's huge trouble. call. Yeah, now that's it's a trouble. huge call. Mayfield now can start using some clock, using some stall tactics if he wants to. Well, and he's world level with his Greco and freestyle, so him being able to come up with something like that is a possibility. He's going to get taken down again. Mayfield with the takedown of Mumi. It is 8-3 with 50 seconds to go. Yeah, they got... They didn't so tell Burwell, us what criteria. Yeah. They would have told us it was ZZII4. Yeah. It just became official that Burwell will move on to the finals again with a chance to bring home another championship, 37-36 criteria. And now we've got some action over here with Mumi on his back. Yeah, I just, I mean, this duel got to 19-24. to You needed Mumi to come out and... And get you within a couple points, and Mumi's just gotten wrecked here, ten to four. Yowza, maybe just not the same energy in the building. I don't know. Mumi had to survive the last time they met. Maybe he's just not feeling the best today. I don't well, know. I and Ma so. Mayfield's great. Yeah, I but mean, hey, Mayfield's I think Max great. Mayfield is looking to break him and uh, major him. Well, and this will be it because they won't wrestle the same weight in District no. and State. So this is their final meeting. And it says a lot for, you know, the bump up and wait. Mumi is going to suffer his first loss of the year and will not go in as an undefeated wrestler to districts of the state tournament. He tries the twister on Mayfield. and Oh, my God, he hit that one. But time, five seconds, four seconds. <laughs> oh, he hit the second one. They were just out of bounds. They wait so long. I know it. Five seconds to go. And on the restart, they know it's over. Mayfield's going to come in and actually get the takedown. And he's going to win it 12-5. to Max Mayfield, and that should pretty much do it. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Hey, and I, you know what? I applaud Philip Mooney. I know he's mad, but, you know, he bumped up and wait. That's a man move, I'm just going to tell you. I guess we shouldn't get crazy. It's still only an eight-point duel. But now Nick James is going to have to go beat Chance Fry. Yeah, no, I mean, this is 27 to 19. And Carney, the first couple of times they've met, won a couple of these matches. Today, Lincoln East has won well, those close matches. You and I talked about it this morning, and I felt like the difference with Mother's Ball coming in on the lineup, and you had to come back through that gauntlet perfect like you did last time. Plainview is going to move on to the final. Plainview getting a pin to wrap things up here. And they will win it 38-30 to 30 over Neely Oakdale. And so it'll be Plainview and Burwell, the one and three th seeds, moving on. We need to take a timeout. When we do, we'll give you what we're at, where we're at with all the uh, high school wrestling. So stay with us here on The Breeze. 
All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, Seedsmanship at Work. The Breeze 94.5. Well, with the way things are panning out, Gage McBride now is going to take on Chance Fry. Fry actually came down to 45, and uh, Carney puts McBride out there. And so, scoreless, I mean, Gage, a very solid rated wrestler, but he's taking on number one here. And McBride will be taken down by Chance Fry uh, with 48 seconds to go in the first period, and it is two to nothing. Yeah, and McBride, this is a big sandwich to eat, to tell you the truth. So only Class so A is, is still to go. Is Moomy wrestling up? Or excuse me, uh, James. James. Yeah, he'll be wrestling up at 52. I got gotcha. you. So we'll see what they do with Mother's Bob. It uh, could be. Yeah, I mean, Carney High is all but done here, 27-19. And Chance Fry has got McBride nearly turned. Did he get Did he get a stroke down there? I don't know. I don't see him holding any back points. I don't see him holding any either. Apparently not. So it's going to be 2 to nothing at the end of the first period. Uh, Omaha Burke is trailing Millard South 37-30. to And unless South gets deducted a team point, they're going to win. Because this is the last match. Although Omaha Burke's going to be the favorite here. Boy, that baby could come down to one point, 37-36. And go back and look and see how those went. That would be interesting. We just had Criteria give Burwell the win. So, going to kind of maybe make a change in our coverage plans here this afternoon. And we'll tell you about that in a moment. But Carney High, not able to advance on. But... Gage McBride starts the second period on bottom and does get an escape here against Fry. Yeah, I like the way he's looked. Carney, Carney didn't look like they were clicking today, Doug. Uh, they just never really, none of them came out and really went after it. McBride thought he was in on a shot, and Chance Fry just picked him up and threw him down. And he's got him on his back. Two-point takedown. McBride trying to get out of there. Oh, this is going to be tough. They're right in the center of the mat, and it's a headlock position now. With Fry completely sat out to his butt. There he just covered the mouth and nose. It's over. And a pin in two minutes and 45 seconds. Makes it 33-19 to 19 in favor of Lincoln East. With uh, two more to go. And to put this in perspective, it's over. It's over. That makes it official. So we're going to change our plans. Uh, we were going to bring you the finals live and report on the consolation, but we have so many teams that are going to be wrestling for third through fifth. We will keep it here and go live 
and uh, then we will not have the finals because, really, Broken Bow, Burwell, yes, we love you. We know you've got some coverage elsewhere, uh, but they're technically out of our uh, coverage area for the first time in the state duels history, and with a lot of thanks to Grand Island and Amherst and Kearney, we've always had at least one team in the finals, and that's not going to happen here today. Yeah, it's just odd, but uh, we'll make sure and still bring you all of their trophy matches uh, coming out of there. We're just going to do it a couple hours earlier. And we have finished things up down here with Millard South getting a close win in the uh, other semifinal in Class A. Nick James now going to come out at 152 pounds to get the takedown over Trevor Anderson. This is going to be a walkthrough for James. Yeah, he got a takedown, but he also got whacked right where you don't want to get whacked. He got kneed pretty hard in the groin area, so he's taking, I mean, it's bad enough he's taking injury time. Well, we'll take a timeout as well. Our timeout's always brought to you by our friends at ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need is specializing in you. We have about wrapped up the state semifinals. We'll be right back on the breeze. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud supporter of all the Amherst wrestlers. The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what they do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Congratulations, wrestlers, from everyone at the Cornerstone Bank. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back. Thanks to uh, Steph Ruback back at the studios with us all day long the producer and engineer of our coverage of the state high school dual wrestling championships don't forget the platte river preps athlete of the month is brought to you by b&b carpet and donovan be sure to log on to platteriverpreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for athlete of the month one boy and one girl winner will be listed on platteriverpreps.com brought to you by b&b carpet and our winners for the month of january are evan waddington wrestler of course from wood river and olivia misick Outstanding basketball player for the Kearney Catholic girls. They are playing Columbus Scotus this afternoon. Kearney High is also at home today. And we are back to the uh, dual wrestling championships here where Nick James is on the mat for Kearney. He's got a 4-1 win lead over Trevor Anderson. Make it 6-2. He had another takedown and escape right at the end of the period. They will start the second period here. And James is elected to just go on their feet. He's trying to get the double underhook on Anderson and get him Broke down to the mat and finished this baby off with the pin. There is the takedown. That'll make it 8-2. to two. He'll let him off to the side on an escape 8-3. to three. But Carney is going to be wrestling for third and fourth. And they will be doing that against Omaha Burke. And so no gimme there. East actually matched up with Carney a little bit better than Burke or South. So Millard South might actually be the slight favorite 
going into this Class A final. So coming up next here on the Breeze, third and fourth and fifth and sixth place matches. And then the finals will be later today at 5.30. And we can start to break down a little bit of that as Nick James again trying to get the throw here. He's in on a single leg at the edge of the mat. In Class A, third place it will be Carney High taking on Omaha Burke and fifth place Grand Island against Columbus. In Class B, it will be Skyler taking on Hastings for third place. The fifth and sixth place match, Lexington against Columbus Lakeview. In Class C, the third place match will have Loganview taking on Arlington. So they're a little familiar with each other. And Valentine and David City will wrestle for fifth. And in Class D, the third place match will have Neely Oakdale taking on Thayer Central. Thayer Central lost by criteria to Burwell in the semis. And the fifth and sixth will be Amherst and Elwood. So Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, Lexington, along with Amherst and Elwood, all from our area, going to be wrestling here in the next round. Not much has changed down here in the James Anderson match. James looking for the big throw. And it looks like he'll get a takedown before they go out of bounds 10-3. to But things have definitely quieted down here at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. And we want to thank all of our fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports, including wrestling. We'll be back into a lot of basketball next week. Tuesday and Thursday, we've got, to, what is it, Hastings and Adams Central next Tuesday on 1230 KHAS. Kearney Catholic Centura on Power 99. And now Nick James has finally been able to get Anderson on his back. Turns Anderson on his back, but time is going to expire in the second period. He'll get two near fall, and it is 12 to 12-3. Next Thursday, Kearney Catholic will host Lincoln Christian on ESPN Radio. Gibbon and Shelton on Power 99. Kearney High Basketball next Friday on Power 99. Or ESPN, Districts, Stake, all around the corner. And next week we'll be at the Districts in Amherst, the D2 Districts, here on our sister station, Power 99. 14-3, Nick James. It's the only... Duel still going, and we still have the 160-pounders to send out there. Yeah, that was always going to be a really competitive duel, Doug. You knew it was going to take a while. Not a lot of pins. Minute 20 to go. There's more near-fall points for Nick James. He's up 16-3. to He needs to get two more, and he just did. And he's not going to get a pin out of this, I don't think, Bakes. No. Nick James got to make sure he doesn't get reversed. He did, but it doesn't matter. Nope. You don't count the reversal. You get the near fall points, and he wins it by a score of 19-3, to the tech fall in 448. Yeah, did a really nice job there all the way around. He had a lot of energy on the bench during that duel, Doug. 33-24. to Let's see if they even wrestle 160. Might not. It doesn't matter. No, Lincoln East is going to send out a kid. So's Carney. So we will have a match here at 160 to determine the final score of this duel. And, you know, if, if Carney did something crazy here and won by pin and cut it to 33-30, that just means all three of these duels have come down to the nap, you know? Yeah, no question. Well, and it's just one thing here, one thing there. And so Carter Abels will come out for the Bearcats, 30-10 and 10 sophomore against Edward Lankus, 14-17 and 17 junior from Lincoln East. So 
the, the records well, would indicate that Carney could get a pin here. Understand this. It's a six-point swing. They're at 30, and uh, Carney would be at 27 with a Moomy win. We'd see a different kid out here for East. You know, yeah, probably would. So, Abels is going to go to work. He'll get the quick takedown, lead it 2 to nothing. State duels here on the breeze, 94.5. Moved up this year instead of the last Saturday of the month, the first Saturday of the month. I think it's still hard to tell. I mean, I don't think my opinion has changed from this morning to right now on how things have moved along. No, I Everybody feel- was fired up this morning. Yeah, no, I think it's been very hotly contested when you've seen, you know, when we saw Moomy lose, he literally, in a respectful way, I want to make sure and say, but he sprinted all the way out of the arena to get to where nobody could see him. That means it hurt. Like, that hurt. We don't see that the last Saturday of February. You know what I'm saying? That that type of pain. You know, I see Shane Allison today, and I said, Shane, how you doing? He said, I'm terrible. That's the head coach at Valentine. You don't see that the last February. I I, I feel like two things I'll say. First, the this venue is dynamite because the athletes have way more room. You can move around uh, where the crowd is all on one side. At times, it's gotten really loud. It's been pretty good. Uh, so I think the venue's been great, and I think the intensity of the competitors has been really good. Carter Abel's just uh, riding things out here. He had the takedown 15 seconds into the match, and Lankus hasn't done much, and now the referee's going to get down there and talk to him. Says, you better do something, or I'm going to have to stall you. As he's riding that ankle, see how he's just on his hips, not out to the side? When, when, when you're riding somebody, you have to create risk for yourself. You have to expose yourself. And you can't just lay on top of somebody, and that's what he's doing. And then, see, he scoops that ankle with his foot. That's a pretty good classic stall. (laughs) And it looks like that's how this first period is going to end. Abel's of Kearney up by a score of 2 to nothing after the first period at 160 pounds. So our next round will start at 182. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the NSAA has to say. Um, about how they thought it would go. It'll be interesting. You know, we'll be able to talk to them down at the state meet. I know I've got, uh, I think you heard me talking to Nate Newhouse today. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to have him at the state meet because seven new rule changes this year in high school football came out of the federation. He's on that committee at the national level. Of course, he can't tell us what they are now, but he's going to come and tell us uh, while we're at the state meet. Well, that's cool. Can't wait to hear it. Abels will start in the down position and get an escape here to begin the second period for Carney. So he's up 3 nothing over Lankus of Lincoln East. Ron Higdon's been really great with us. He runs the wrestling for the Nebraska School Activities Association, came on the Doug and Daddy show whenever we asked him. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, will be interesting going forward here, I believe there's a couple of things that we talked about besides just the duels and what's going on in Omaha. uh, Ron wouldn't tell us what it is, but he says, I think we might have something again new, a new wrinkle when we get to Omaha, whether that's dropping the paratroopers out of the ceiling for the national anthem or, you know, one thing they won't have, I don't think, is parading out the dual teams uh, like they used to do. Uh, Even if they're there, I don't know what the point would be. They may honor them. They may, uh, you know, recognize them. trophy winners or something, yeah. But, But, you know, what I said was what hurt this year, Ed Aarons doesn't get to, you know, have the Elwood flag because you know. That's right. Eddie would have had it. You know it would have been fast. You know he would have been the guy carrying the flag for Elwood. Yes. There is nobody else that it could have been, is there? No, I just talked to him downstairs, too. You're exactly right. We had to get him a scooter, make sure there were no <laughs> steps involved. You know, he'd have been okay, though. But you are right. The one thing that Ron has done with that event is he's tried to find a way to keep it fresh since he took it over. 
Carter Abels will get a takedown now here midway through the second period. Carney leading East 5 to nothing, but the duel is over. East has already won it. This is the final match. Abels warned for, or uh, Lankus warned for stalling on bottom. With the other one, by the way, when will girls wrestling become sanctioned in the state of Nebraska? It, well, it is doing that around the area. I think Ron Higdon told me it went in Missouri from one year to like 130 or 160 to nearly 900 yeah, out almost, for wrestling. Yeah, it was almost 900. And I think, I think that when they vote on it in the uh, in April, I think it passes. From everything that I've heard coming out of the districts, I think it is going to pass. Abel's now up five nothing as they go to the third period. And it needs to pass. Let me say, this is a very important thing for our sport. This is a 25-year movement that finally will pay off and our sport will get saved from the Title IX disasters that have ravaged it for 25 years. I am interested to know how quickly it will grow. You've already got places in Cambridge, and I wish I had all the... There's about six or seven communities. They do some over at High Plains and Clarks up in northeast Nebraska. There's about six spots when the girls' team has went on and won a, uh, a competition in the nation. Two years ago, they won the national girls' wrestling team title. But right now, it's just really heavy... In about, and again, I, I say six. Maybe the maybe the gang will tell me a little bit different. But I know there's about six communities that it's really heavy. Will it grow enough to make a legit state tournament? And how quickly will that happen? Yeah, I mean, it's never going to be. You know, you're never going to have, you know, four classes of 16 man brackets in 14 weights. It's never going to be that. But I I do think it will grow and have legitimate viability. We have a girl at Centura that wrestles. Let's go back down to the mat right now. 7 to nothing. Carter Abels, they start the third period both on their feet. And Abels is up 7-0 over Lankus. Lankus just really has done absolutely zero offensively here. And so Abels is just going to let him up and try and do the old uh, takedown let up. And there's another stall warning. And so there's a point for Carney. All Lankus is trying to do is not get pinned. He lays on his belly. He runs off the mat. And at this point, it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter in the team race. The so entire the entire wrestling world in Nebraska would like this match to end. <laughs> you got that right. There's been plenty of time. That the good thing is we will almost immediately roll yeah. into the third, fourth, fifth, sixth place matches because everybody else is ready to go. And they're a half hour behind anyway. They're so warmed up they've stopped warming up. Yeah, that's right. Down to forty seconds to go in the match. Another takedown by Abels. He's up ten to one, so that's good enough for a major decision. And Abel just doesn't have what it takes right here to get him turned either. No. Not getting a lot of help out of it. Now, so this thing's going to end up 28-33. So Abel's gets the job done, but Carney and Hastings both fall here in the semifinals. And I'm not so sure if they dueled 10 times, Doug, that it wouldn't come out, you know, Seven, three, five, five, six, four. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I mean, Lincoln East defeats Carney for the first time this year in a duel. Carney will win the last match here, ten to one, and the final score, thirty-three to twenty-eight, in favor of Lincoln East. And that gets our final rounds all settled to go. And we will take a break and let you know about them right after this. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show next on the Breeze. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. 
Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. M.A. Graham Incorporated in Amherst is an independent distributor of oral wheat bread and Thomas Bagels and Muffins. They are a very proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Nothing can warm up your day better than a warm, buttery bagel, muffin, or oral wheat bread. The Breeze 94.5. A little New West post-game show, New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. If you missed any of the uh, competition from the day, it's not over yet. There's still two rounds. Come on out to the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. Finals will get going at around 530. But here's what has happened so far today. First round in Class A. Carney defeated Papillion La Vista South. Lincoln East by 57-18. Lincoln East beat Grand Island 39-30. Omaha Burke over Papillion La Vista 50-30. And Millard South over Columbus 39-21. In the consolations, it was Columbus defeating Papillion La Vista and Grand Island beat Papillion La Vista South 46-30. So GI and Columbus will go for fifth. In the semifinals, Lincoln East beats Carney 33-28. And it was 37-33. Millard South over Omaha Burke. So Carney and Burke will go for third. Lincoln East and Millard South in the championship. In B, it was Blair over Northwest in the opening round, 47-21. Lexington beat Skyler, or excuse me, Skyler beat Lexington 43-30. Hastings upset Columbus Lakeview 34-29, and Sydney rolled Central City 54-21. In the consolations, Lexington got a pin in the final match to beat Northwest 39-38, and Columbus Lakeview beat Central City 43-28, so Lexington and Columbus Lakeview will wrestle for fifth. In the semifinals, Blair beat Skyler 39-25, and Sydney wins over Hastings 38-32. Skyler and Hastings will wrestle for third, Blair and Sydney for the Class B title. In Class C in the opening round, number one Broken Bow took care of Wilbur Claytonia very quickly, 61-16. Logan View over Valentine in one of the big upsets of the day, 36-27. Aquinas Catholic beat David City, 36-32. And Arlington over Bridgeport, 43-30. In the consolations, Valentine eliminated Wilbur Claytonia, 57-18. David City beat Bridgeport, 50-28. So Valentine and David City go for fifth. In the semifinals in C, Broken Bow beat Loganview 44-30. Aquinas over Arlington 47-27. So Loganview and Arlington wrestle for third. Broken Bow and Aquinas for the championship. And in Class D, Plainview beat Maxwell 56-24. Neely Oakdale over Amherst, giving Amherst their first loss in the first round 42-34. Burwell, the defending champ over Windside 45-33. And Thayer Central rallied to beat Elwood 48-30. In the consolations, Elwood clipped Windside 42-39. Amherst beat Maxwell 51-30, so Elwood and Amherst will go for fifth. In the semifinals, Plainview down Neely Oakdale 38-30, and it took about 15 minutes. Burwell and Thayer Central. Thayer Central got a pin at the final weight to tie it at 36, and it took about 15 minutes through criteria to figure out who won it. And Burwell ended up winning it 37-36, to getting the criteria point. So Neely Oakdale will take on Thayer Central for third. 
and Plainview and Burwell will have the championship in Class D. Back with more from Kearney right after this. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. The Breeze 94.5. We're about 30 minutes behind here again. Uh, we got caught up uh, for the uh, semifinals, and now we're behind again before we get into the uh, consolation matches with Larry Baker. I'm Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Steph Brubaker, here on the Breeze 94.5. And we will start at 4.05, it sounds like, is the official time for the start. Today's wrestling action brought to you by Impact Seed. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. To learn more about seed treatment options for your operation, contact Pioneer sales professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Well, Larry, as we take a look at what we have in front of us here, you've got Grand Island Columbus and Kearney Omaha Burke. Yeah, both will be incredibly uh, uh, contested duels. Uh, Columbus, we know, is extremely tough. No stranger to Grand Island. Grand Island's a grinder. And Burke is a really good wrestling team. Carney's going to have to find a way, Doug, to kind of well, spit the pacifier out, if you will, or spit your thumb out. It's tough after a loss like that. You put a lot into this to try to win a state championship. And when you lose in the semis and have to come immediately back within minutes, you got to get it back together. And you're still wrestling for something significant. And that is third place. At every turn, we always want whatever is best in front of us. And when you lose in the semis, the next best thing is third. So I think it's very important to understand that. And this is a lesson moment. Again, with the with the change of weekend where this is, you want to be able to draw on that at the state tournament. If something good doesn't happen to you, you can come right back. You take a look at Class B. We've got Hastings taking on Schuyler for third and Lexington and Lakeview going for fifth. Yeah, and the Lexington Lakeview for fifth wasn't on anybody's radar, that's for sure. Uh, and the final worked out the way I think a lot of people probably thought it, it, it would. Hastings has wrestled well today. Let's see if they can bring home third place in Class C. Logan View and Arlington and Valentine and David City. Be interesting between Valentine and David City. Again, you would think Valentine would be the favorite there, but those are two of the more storied programs. Yeah, and, and as you said, they just haven't wrestled well today, Doug. Um, has Valentine. And in Class D, Burwell's got heavy hitters. Can some of their middle guys take it out and get Plainview? 
in the championship later on. But for third and fourth, Neely Oakdale takes on Thayer Central. That ought to be a dandy. They both were one win away in the semifinals from wrestling each other in the championship. And then Amherst and Elwood, you know, uh, wouldn't that shock the world if Elwood went out and won that duel? Oh, I mean, Amherst yeah. has controlled that conference for 15-plus years. Yeah, that would be a big deal. That would be a big deal. And they were the top two teams out of the FKC in the FKC Twin Valley Conference Tournament yesterday. Uh, could you possibly be tired if you wrestled yesterday and now are getting ready for your third match today? Yeah, you know, it's it's something that they do, though, Doug. This, uh, you know, these are big matches, I understand, high-level matches, but it, it is something they do. And most of these teams wrestle a lot of duels and two-day duel tournaments. So they're used to this kind of format. We've got a couple of coaches that were honored here for national awards here. Uh, Coach Allison and Valentine, you just heard the fans in front of us. And you had Coach McNeely over uh, now at uh, Millard South uh, was honored. Yeah, McNeely's been at Millard South for, geez, I don't know, decade or, well, probably more than that, to be quite honest. It has been more than that. Time's flying by. <laughs> he was at Omaha Scott Catholic before that. Super Bowl tomorrow, 5.30 on ESPN, and we are about ready for wrestling to resume here, and we will bring it to you on the breeze right after this. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher, and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much. Then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings. And Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level, even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine they're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert, and I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. All right. Uh, thanks to Hogemeyer Hybrids, our pregame show all day and all season. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We are back here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, continuing on uh, with the state dual competition. We are moving in to the uh, third and fourth and fifth and sixth place matches, Larry. Yeah, Bronson Amend, he's making quick work of it. Straight to the back, does he take Austin Dottie from uh, Omaha Burke? Well, Dottie's working his way off, but he's going to take a quick five to nothing lead. Oscar Richter for Grand Island Wrestling. Carson Zwingman from Columbus. Zwingman, quick two-point takedown and two-point near fall. Now he's got another two-point near fall. Six to zero. Of course, Zwingman, we know, 49-1. and one, Tremendous wrestler. We're starting these duels at 182 pounds, Doug. So 170 will be the last uh, match in the duel. Kyle Patton is out there for Hastings against William Markson of Schuyler. Uh, 25 wins for Patton, 18 for Markson. Aiden Stewart of Lexington has jumped out 5 nothing over 32-6. and six. Jacob Franzen of Columbus Lakeview. Did you just say that? No, that's pretty I good. Think so uh, Stewart, 22-13. and 13. That's a big start. 5 nothing. But as I look down there, I wonder if they got that right. Lakeview's on top. 
Franz is on the bottom position. I think they've got that on the wrong spot on the scoreboard. I think Stewart is down five to nothing. Jaron Potts for Amherst is leading Kyle Hort of Elwood two to zero. Potts will be the big favorite there, twenty and five over nine and sixteen. David City comes out with win-win. I don't know if it was forfeit, forfeit, or if it was forfeit pin, but David City has already got credit for winning the two first two matches over Valentine, twelve to nothing. Yeah, I did see a forfeit right away in that. Kyle Patton is trailing two to zero. Doug, they've got things screwed up on uh, track because down there, um, I'm sure of it, Patton, is he wearing the red? or No, he's wearing the green. Okay, so he's... But there's no way you can be on bottom and be ahead five to nothing. I'm I'm saying Patton down here at Hastings. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yep, yep, yep. I got you. But it's showing on track... No, he's wearing the no. So we got Patton, two to nothing. Patton is wearing red, though, isn't that's, he? That's what I'm saying. I can't tell. I you. was looking over at Lex. Yeah, I think they've got some some stuff messed up here. That'll that'll mess us up. So we'll, we'll uh, double take and see what's going on here. Yeah, he's wearing red. Over here in Class A, Carney gets the uh, first win there. But Omaha Burke's already up 12 to 6. And Peter Kreitzer is out there at heavyweight now. Doug, this is where you could see some forfeits in these fifth-place matches. Where, why send your kid out now? You're not wrestling for a trophy, or you, you know what I'm saying? In these fifth-place matches, you could see some of these duels really fly. Yeah, there's not near as much on the line here. I mean, now it's a matter of you do have to in some way start thinking about the following weeks. Jaron Potts is out to a 7-0 lead now over Kyle Hort from Elwood. And Kyle Patton is down 6-1. to one. If you're looking at track on home, he is behind, not ahead. Yeah, that's the same story with Stewart of Lexington. He is behind 8 to nothing to a Franzen of Columbus Lakeview. Maybe the guys running track got into Grandpa's cough syrup in the break. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got to get the right team with the right uh, colors. And you got to wonder how long it's going to take somebody to figure that out. Right. Well, the thing is, I'm sure the official, they may have had it loaded in for Hastings or for Skyler to be red. And the official said, I'm not going to fight that for 14 matches with a dark green singlet and have their ankle band be red. That would be a nightmare for an official to try to keep straight. All his eyes see are green. So back over here for Peter Kreitzer. He's still down 2 to nothing after being taken down early in the first period by Stapleton, a 36-15 and 15 senior uh, out of Omaha Burke at the uh, heavyweight ranks. And, and he's ranked fifth in the state. Richter's going to get pinned by Zwingman from Columbus. So now Caleavone comes out, and he leads 2-1 to one over Anthony Dienda, 37-3. and three. Grand Island probably love it if they just stopped the match right now. Stewart of Lexington just got pinned by Frenzen of Columbus Lakeview. Jaron Potts over here getting more near fall points. At the very least, that's going to be 10 to 0 at the end of the second period. There's still now, plenty of time left there, though. Now, Carney will bring out 106 pounder Archer Heelan for his third match of the day. 
And you might also see some new faces in these fifth yes, and sixth place yes. matches. Now now they figured it out down here on Matt too. And actually the official the one official said no it's right and the other one had to point and say no it's not. Look. So they're switching things up. We go back over there and Jaron Potts is going to get the pin at the 356 mark for Amherst to win their first match here at 182 pounds over Kyle Hort of Elwood. Now it's going to be 6 to 2. Patton's going to be behind Markson from Skyler. Patton from Hastings. Still, Kaylee Bone still got a two to one lead there going into the second. Now they're tied two to two. Out there for Lexington, Austin Smith of Lakeview, Cody Wolf of Lexington. We'll see here. Kaylee Boney's wrestling tough, Doug. I like this. He's very physical right now. He's controlling all of the action, all of the ties. Oh, gee whiz. The end of just tossed him right to his back. They're out of bounds. Scores two to two. And Anthony DeEnda, just a junior. Of course, Daly and Kaylee Bone, only a sophomore. Nice big kid. Archer Heelan still scoreless. Minute 20 into his first period. Takes a quick shot there on Rubino of Omaha Burke. And Nathan Rubino of Omaha Burke at 106 pounds is ranked sixth in the state. Heelan is ranked second in Class A at 106. So they're going to get after it. That's something we could see next uh, in a couple of weeks yes, in Omaha. No question. It will be interesting to see some of these rematches. Ethan Brock of Amherst gets the takedown over Evan Nymeyer from Elwood. That duel is 6-0 to zero with Amherst in the lead after one match. So right now, Omaha Burke leading Kearney 18-6 as they wrestle the 160th pounders. 70 will be the last match. Archer Heelan and Rubino are going to wrestle to a scoreless first period, it looks like. Heelan, oh, did he get that takedown? He takes him off his feet. Time expires. But no credit for the takedown. Now Rubino stayed locked around his chest. That was a fabulous job there. He just stayed like a leech. That's going to be a pin down there for Amherst, Doug, for Ethan Brock. As expected, he'll get the win and a 12-0 start here for the Amherst Broncos. This is turning into quite a battle down here uh, in the Grand Island-Columbus duel. This is a big match now that Dalen Caliabone's Put himself in the match. They're going to go to the third period here, Doug. Tied 2-2. Two to two. Kaylee Avone is going to go down. Deanna of Columbus, the third-ranked wrestler at 195 pounds. And the Logan View fans starting to root for their wrestlers that are near to get a pin here at 200 and, or 195 pounds. And there's the escape for Kaylee Mone. He now leads three to two. He just got to keep his feet moving, really just keep the same action that he's had. That's a fantastic low-level shot. He's going to get the takedown. That's two points. That was incredible. Nice low single, turned it into a swing. What a great job. Now that's a big-time deal, Doug, in this duel. It's five to two. Back down here in A, your number two and number five wrestlers, Heelan and Rubino, decided to go both up in the second period. There were no points in the first period, and there's been no points in the first one minute here of the second period. We're going to get a stall warning on Burke's 
Omar, uh, Rabino, Rabino of Burke, a stall warning. Yeah, and I think the interesting thing is, I'm not sure whose choice it was to go both up, but it might be a situation where whosever choice it was, they've wrestled each other before and just don't want to end up underneath of them. Down here in the Hastings match, we've got new wrestlers coming in at 195 pounds. And Wolf, by the way, of Lexington is still tied with Smith of Lakeview 3-3. Three to three. And now it's went 5-3 to three as Wolf gets the uh, two points with 40 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, DeAnda from Columbus gets the escape, so it's 5-3, to three, and he's in deep. Caleb only fights it all the way off, and is gonna, I think he's going to get a takedown, Doug. He fought it off, had a nice reshot. Nope. They're going to end up out, but that's going to put him in position where he's not going to have to do a whole lot here coming down to the end. He has controlled the action on their feet the whole way, so 40 seconds left. I don't think stall calls are an issue here. Well, he tried to throw him. Yeah, DeAnda's going to get the two takedown. This is a big win in this duel, Doug. Neanda tried to throw him. Still 30 seconds to go. It's Evan Marara of Hastings with an early takedown over Mario Encarnacion of Skyler. And a minute to go in the first period. He's up 2-0. And, and we have wrestled two periods of scoreless 106-pounders in Class A between Helen of Carney and Rubino of Burke. And Rubino was the one that went both up. Yeah, so, so down for Helen. So this is big. And he's just going to say, I don't even want to mess with it. He just wants to be on his feet this thing all the way around. That's probably pretty smart. Kaylee Avone could get the pin. Oh, he just ran out of time. Boy, would that have been big. But Grand Island with a nice win over there from Kaylee Avone over Deonda of Columbus, 7-3, to three, and put some points on the board for the Islanders. It's 6-3 to three Columbus after their first two matches. That's but a match Rab- Columbus never thought in a million years he'd get. Rubino... Going on his feet, how aggressive do you think he's been here from Omaha, Brooke, though? It seems like Helan took most of the shots, but yeah. now we're in a scramble situation. And Helan's in great shape here. He's fought this off. They were in that seat belt, that kind of waterfall seat belt position. Helan fought him off all the way back to their feet. Now Helan back in on a reshot, and he's going to take him down, Doug. So the first points of the match at the 120 mark of the third period, Helan of Carney up 2 nothing. Now for Grand Island. They are back out on a mat here at 220 pounds. Elmer Gary against Grape of Columbus. And Grape, of course, just an incredible, incredible wrestler. Takedown let up. He's going to be looking for nothing but sticking points yeah, right here. No doubt about that. Loganview might petition the state and see if they can't get the individual state tournament in Kearney. <laughs> Man, they've wrestled well here today, Doug. Of course, Grape of Columbus ranked number one. Back over here for Kearney. Helan has been able to take a 3 to nothing lead. After a stall against Rubino, and now we are down to 42 seconds to go. We'll get a restart. Yeah, the takedown or the uh, the automatic escape, and then the takedown is where Helan got his three. But I think you probably, if you're Helan, you still better be careful. Rubino's pretty slick on his feet. Yeah. Drew Bogard clinging to a 2-0 lead. Oh, and just as I say it, he turns Coy Bennett and pins him from Elwood. Yeah, and literally, you, you were talking about it, and then they rolled through. And so a good start here for Amherst, 18-0 over uh, Elwood through the first three matches. And Blake Davis is going to come out and wrestle Jesus Magana. In the Hastings-Skyler matchup at 220 pounds. We're ready to go again here. Carney up 3-0, 42 seconds to go. Rubino has to score now. He's down 3-0. Grape of Columbus, a 10-4 lead over Gary of Grand Island, and we still have time to go in the first period. 
I'll give old Elmer Gary. He's trying. It's right there. He really went after him. Rabino explodes off the bottom. And now getting reversal and escape. It's 4-2. to two. Boy, that was quick. Yeah, that was. And that was close to being a lateral drop there for Rabino. So this isn't over for Heelan left. They're on their feet with 20 seconds to go. Rabino trying to get that underhook and throw. He's got a lot of movement right now. Why wait so long? Boy, Heelan's got to be careful here. 15 seconds to go. Rabino, a stall warning on Carney, but that's the first one. 10 seconds to go. Heelan doing a good job. Going to get stalled again. Three seconds, two seconds. It doesn't matter. Heelan's going to hold on and pick up the victory by a score of 4-3 to three for Carney at 106 pounds. And now Burke and leads at 18 to 9. I will just tell you that was a horrible piece of officiating. The two stall calls, he's fighting off a shot. Like, what? what is that, that? It's the position they're in the whole way. Great now looking to end Gary's day. Finally has got him put on his back with plenty of time to go in the period. And there it is. Cast and Grape, an early second period pin here of, Omer, of Elmer Gary. And it was 20 to 6, so either he was going to get the pin or he's going to get the tech fall. And it looks like they'll award the pin here in Columbus. Well, let's double check. Wait a minute here. Well, he's arguing. Coach Morrison's arguing that something was illegal or wrong. Well, they had posted 22 to 6 on the board. Oh, sure. So he's saying, well, if it's 22 to 6, then it's over. And that pin would not have counted. It would no, be a tech fall. That's exactly right. And it's all about the difference of one team point right here. Which is extremely important. We are going to take a break. Be back with more of the State Dual Wrestling Tournament after this on The Breeze 94.5. Back by popular demand, Rexius Nutrition Carney is now your only spot to pick up Eat Fit Go Healthy Meals. 80% of weight loss is due to diet. We all know that. So let us take the work of dieting out for you and pick up your prepackaged healthy Eat Fit Go meals only at Rexius Nutrition Carney. Pool, spas, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel. From Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned. Locally managed. The Better Bank. The Breeze. 94.5. down here, Doug. Larry Baker, and along with myself, Doug Duda. Happy Groundhog's Day. Good news from the groundhog today. Early spring. Yeah, early spring. I think the groundhog was in the wrong part of Puxatani today. I would agree with you. They say it's supposed to get cold again next week. Can you imagine the people out in that part of the country? They had to be jumping up and down going, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. There was a massive rumor that it was fabulous weather today. In my life, it's only a rumor because I haven't seen the sun since it came up this morning. (laughs) Yeah, we have put in the long haul. So uh, back to action here. And Carney... He is going to pick up another win down here for Hunter Nagatani. He's going to get the job done by pin in a minute 41, and now Burke's up 18-15. Yeah, and Jackson Tobenheim gets a pin down there over Carson Reimers from Elwood. 
That thing is, I think, 24 to 0, Doug, at this point. Amherst leads Elwood. Four pins. It's okay. There's at least to this point in it, there's not going to be a changing of the guard in the Fort Kearney Conference. And Elwood's going to win by forfeit at 106 pounds. So they are on the board. Yeah, I really like this Elwood team, I, how they've fought today. and well, it's, just nice, it's just nice to see another program growing. No question. Elwood's always had some wrestlers. They have never been in team contention, and if they have, it's way before our time. Well, the thing is, they always were tough. We competed against them in that uh, district uh, when Ed was there, and you always had quality dudes with fast Eddie. I'm not saying they put five in the semis or whatever. All of his dudes were tough. And when he retired, there was just a little bit of a hole. And that usually happens when you have an iconic coach like that go away. It's nice to see that just start to come back. Iconic? Well, he's won state championships in, <laughs> in the Coliseum. He's a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. And congratulations, by the way, to the members of the 2019 Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Uh, Coach Bob West of Elm Creek, Bruce Bricker of Holdridge, Tony Brown of Norfolk, the competitors, the great Brett Allgood out of Bennington, Jeremy Eckley of Sydney, Brent Hunter of Rushville, Jay Shear from Columbus, and Matt Vicani out of Papillion La Vista. Uh, Jeff Page, buddy of ours, a contributor out of Grand Island Northwest, and uh, Ron Smith out of Kearney as an official. Rick Price is also going in. Fred Spale out of Schuyler and Raymond Central and Daryl Boots out of West Point, out of uh, West Point. Nice to see Ron Smith. He's a guy that's been around this sport a long time. You know, myself, I've been uh, in and around this sport directly since the, uh, I would say, early 80s. And Ron Smith is a face that you see have seen in the gym every single winter going back to the early 80s. And I'm sure it was probably before that, but he's just done a fabulous job. The Hall of Fame banquet is in Grand Island Friday, June the 7th. And looking forward to that. Let's get back to action here. Riley Steele of Grant of Kearney is taking on Jackson Burks, undefeated number one from Omaha Burke, and it's four to two and make it six to two. And Jackson Burks is a stud, Doug, state champ, 47 and 0. Actually, I think it's Jacason Burks. We always have said Jackson Burks. Yes, right. You're correct. It is Jacason Burks. We got told that at the state football uh, game. You messed that up? Yeah, no, it was before the game. Yeah, it's probably me. Probably me. Grand Island over there uh, has now uh, put themselves in an 11-9 duel. Columbus is up 11-9 as they make the turn to the uh, 106-pound wrestlers. It is Hastings leading Skyler 6-3. We've had a long match here between Maganda of Skyler and Davis of Hastings, and Maganda's up 4 to nothing with 90 seconds to go in the match. Oh. Of course, Maganda's undefeated in number one. Burks just tossed Riley Steele right to his back. Yikes. Either he's hurt or nope, it's over. Jason Burks with the big pin. We got the Lexington. I don't have Lexington up, but he's working for a pin. We have the top two 220-pounders here today, but Skyler and Northwest didn't wrestle each other now. They did in conference, of course, and that's why Magana's won and Cooper Kaiser was number two. Right. But uh, how about Blake Davis getting on the board here? It's six to three with 55 seconds to go. Or excuse me, five to nothing. I was looking at the team score. So it's five to nothing. They're on their feet with 50 seconds to go. Yeah, Juan Pedro from Grand Island is going to come out and wrestle Blake Cerny, a freshman. 
33 and 14 from Columbus. This ought to be a pretty good match. So let's run it through the uh, where we're at here in these third, fourth, and fifth, sixth place matches. As we uh, start over here in Class D, Amherst is up 36-6 over Elwood. They're at 126 pounds. The final match in this round is at 170. Quentin Frank has a 4-1 lead over Timmy Smith. These guys are familiar with each other, and Frank's trying to stick him. He had Smith in the cradle, and Smith trying to get out of there. But he's captured and put back again as time will expire in the first period. Neely Oakdale leads Thayer Central. That's the fifth-place match. The third-place match, Neely Oakdale leading Thayer Central 24-6. And Cameron Wilkinson is down 5-0 to Brenner McLaughlin. How about this? The 26-4 senior, from, or freshman, McLaughlin leads the 37-1 senior, Cam Wilkinson, in the second period with 47 seconds to go down there in Class D. Yeah, that's a big deal, man. In Class C, David City leads Valentine in the fifth-place match, 18-6. They're at 113 pounds. And in the third-place match, it is Logan View leading Arlington, 18-9. In Class B, in the third-place match, Hastings still leading Skylar 6-3, but Magan is going to get the win here, and it's going to go to 6-6, tied as they go to heavyweight. Yeah, this is a slow-moving duel. I guess there's still several of them at 220. Fifth-place match going on over in Class B between Lakeview and Lexington has just come to an end, so now they will move on to the heavyweights, and it is 9-6 in favor of Columbus Lakeview. And moving on to Class A, the fifth-place match. Columbus leads Grand Island 11-9. They're wrestling at 106, but Juan Pedro of Grand Island has a 6-1 lead over Blake Cerny of Columbus. And in the third-place match, Omaha Burke has taken a 24-15 lead over Kearney. And Gage Ferguson's going to come out and wrestle 126 pounds. Yeah, and he's going to get the quick takedown over Jonathan Lee from Omaha Burke. Juan Pedro just got two more. He makes it 8-1 now for Grand Island over Blake Cerny of Columbus. Again, the championships are about an hour away here. Lincoln East and Millard South in A, Blair and Sydney in B, Broken Bow and Aquinas in C, and Plainview and Burwell in D. Broken Bow and Burwell, can they do it again, Larry? Oh, I think so. Josh Cajas from Hastings just got the big headlock. He's got Casey Reimers from Skyler on his back. Oh, my goodness, this is a roll-around poly deal. Oh, oh, oh. Cajas is trying to finish it off with a pin here in the first minute of the match. He's going to get it. Man, he's got him good right now. Continues to work his way, drive through, in control. Yeah, he needs to, have work. to switch that hand out, yeah. Yeah, he needs to work his body more towards uh, the head, yes. Ramirez's head. But he got it. He moved just a little bit that way, got the pin in 102. And Cajas will get the pin, and Hastings goes up 12-6 over Schuyler, and they'll get down to 106. So Hastings kind of survives here in these upper weights. And they've still got a lot of hammers to go. Yes, Quentin Frank from Amherst leads Timmy Smith from Elwood 8-1. to Smith is down. To start the third period. Yeah, and gets to his feet. Looks like this could be a reversal. Timmy Smith's got a chance to get a neck wrench here. Nope, missed. Out of bounds, though, going to restart. We're going to give one escape. All right. Over to Carney. Gage Ferguson's up 3 to nothing over Jonathan Lee of Omaha Burke, who's 18-5. and five. Ferguson state rated at 31-11 and 11 at 126 pounds. Burke is up 24-15. to 15. Yeah, Juan Pedro is just rolling. He's up 11-1 to one over Searney from Columbus. And they will end the second period with that score. 
for Lexington. Ivan Lazo has a 2-0 lead over Hayden Johnston of Lakeview. Lexington has now taken the lead in that duel, 12-9, as they wrestle at 106. Yeah, Lexington's been impressive today. They're pretty tough everywhere, Doug. Marcus Miller has been taken down by Chacone of Schuyler, 2-0 at the 106-pound weight class. And they're back on their feet. Quentin Frank up 9-1 over Timmy Smith from Elwood. And that dual score is 36-6. The only six would be the uh, forfeit. They did tell us, Doug, that the Burwell Fair Central, it went all the way down to who scored first the most. Yeah, they said uh, no majors, pins, uh, all those things that come down, and they don't even know how far down the list you had to go. I've never heard one that has been decided by that and that far down. Uh, you had to go back and see who scored first in each match. Yeah, and it ended up. And Burwell had more of them. Burwell had more of them, so that's the criteria. What a way to lose. No doubt about it. Unbelievable. Back over here for Gage Ferguson. He's going to pick up two more as the match comes to an end, and Ferguson uh, will take it into the third period with a 5 nothing lead. As the second period finishes, and Lee is going to take bottom here for Omaha Burke. Yeah, Juan Pedro's looking to end this thing. It's uh, 15 to three, I believe, maybe 14 to three. Yeah, 15 to three. He's looking for another takedown or two, and he's just going to tech fall. Over Cherney of Columbus, and there it is, the takedown to get the 18 to three win. And that'll end things with about 45 seconds to go here in the match. And uh, Pedro picks up five points for Grand Island, and they now take the lead over Columbus 14-11 to 11 as they go to the 113-pounders. Yeah, that's that's a really nice job. They'll send out, my guess is, Cushing here. Ferguson of Kearney in on a single leg. He gets the takedown on the edge of the mat, and he's now up 9-2 to two over Lee of Omaha Burke. Marcus Miller of Hastings trailing 4 to nothing to Chacon of Schuyler as they start the second period. Quentin Frank's going to win 11-1, to I believe, Doug. For Amherst over Smith of Elwood. Kevin Dominguez of Lakeview, a 2 nothing lead over Hubbard of Lexington. Lexington, after that pin at 106, now is up 18-9 to in the fifth-place match over in Class B. Let's take a break. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Duels on the Breeze 94.5 KLIQ-FM, Hastings, Kearney, Grand Island. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud supporter of all the Amherst wrestlers. The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what they do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Congratulations, wrestlers, from everyone at the Cornerstone Bank. The Breeze 94.5. 
And we are back here at Amherst and uh, looks like or at uh, we're looking at Amherst Elwood and as we get ready for uh, another win here for the Broncos, Larry. Yeah, Josh Klingelhofer is going to get another quick pin. He lost earlier in the day and then he's two and one on the day. Just kind of fun to watch. Josh, of course, the uh, grandson of Dave. All three of Dave's sons walked in the parade. Two of them were state champs. And now to see him be able to coach his grandson, kind of a fun deal. Of course, of all gr- of his nephews. Yeah, a lot of great wrestling coaches here. Got to talk to Dale Bongi earlier uh, after uh, he had retired uh, over at uh, Boone Central Newman Grove. Have an injury down here in the match between uh, the Class C folks at uh, Neely Oak. Excuse me. Uh, that is Logan View and Arlington where we had the injury. And it looks like they're going to win by injury default here. So a tough one for uh, Arlington against Logan View. Here's where we're at on the match. Philip Mumi comes out after Carney picks up another win at 126 pounds. They did it by decision, as we told you before we went to break there with Ferguson. And Mumi, who just suffered his first loss of the year in the uh, semifinals to Max Mayfield of Lincoln East, is back out there against Mitch Dotzler, a sophomore from Omaha Burke. Yeah, and he's... I mean, he's not playing, take him down, let him up, none of that. He's just trying to get the win and get done. Yeah, Mumi wants to get this pin. Of course, Carney hosts districts next week, so this isn't his last match here. And Mumi gets the job done in workmanlike style. 53 seconds. Mumi gets the pin, and that will put Carney up in the duel now. 25-24 as we go to 138 pounds here. Yeah, uh, Mumi just looks sad. That's how it works when you're a competitor. I'd say by Monday or Tuesday, he'll have it worked out in his mind. Be ready to go. You don't get to where he is without having some of those types of setbacks. Blake Cushing of Grand Island leads Clay Cherry of Columbus 5 to nothing here in the Class A 5th place duel. Just underway in the second period. Grand Island leading Columbus 14 to 11. 113 pounds in B, third place match. Landon Zesker of Hastings, who's wrestled good today, against John Gasper of Schuyler. And he takes a quick 2-0 lead, and it ends via the pin for Zesker. And so Hastings will go up 18-12 to as they go to 120 pounds. Yeah, Zesker's wrestled really well today. Brett Shields for Amherst has a 2-0 lead over Trevor George from Elwood. Amherst has the lead in that duel 46-6 as they're at 138 pounds. Lexington has the lead over Lakeview, 18-9. They're wrestling at 113 pounds. Dominguez of Lakeview has a 3-2 lead over Hubbard of Lexington, and they have a minute to go in that match, and Hubbard is working from top, so he's got to find a way to score from the top. Class C, third-place match. Logan View has a 28-15 lead, and now take it to 34-15 on a forefoot. So Logan View... Trying to get home with the third place here over Arlington as they go to 138. In the fifth place match, Valentine has tied David City 18 apiece. They're wrestling at 126. And Neely Oakdale leads Thayer Central 24-9 in the third place match in Class D. Now Gage McBride has put Blaine Miller of Omaha Burke on his back early here in the period. And another pin for Carney High. And this one comes in 116. And the Bearcats now up 31-24. to yeah, Burke's having a little bit of trouble with this kind of meat part of Carney's lineup. That's for sure. Holy cow. Carney High is used to bringing home hardware here at the state duels. Yes, they are. And so they, I think this means a little bit more to them for third place than 
than most teams it would mean tonight. I'm not saying any of the guys here, but they, they want to continue to keep that streak alive. Yeah, I agree with you there. Now moving on to 145 pounds here again. 170 will be the uh, final spot here uh, in this round of wrestling for third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth. We started with the 182-pounders, so uh, 145 pounds going on now at the Class A third-place match here between Carney and uh, Omaha Burke. Nick James is going to come out against Trey Nielsen, and James in on a single immediately gets a what you would think will be a takedown, but maybe not. They're going to come off the mat. Grand Island's Blake Cushing still battling over there in the final seconds of the second period. They get the third period underway. Cushing leads Clay Cerny of Columbus 9-2. Yeah, that was a really good scramble by Trey Nielsen there, fighting Nick James off. Brett Shields 4-0. Nope, game over. I think Brett Shields won by pinfall for Amherst. Elwood just trying to get a win here. At some point, Connor Schutz will be out there. They'll get a favorite maybe in a couple of these midweight matches. That is where Elwood has been best today. 60 and 70. They got off to good starts in, in the previous two duels. Blake Cushing up 13 to, well. Seven. We just had, yeah, we had the reversal, and he got in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, he was up 13-2, to two and all of a sudden they're 11, and now it's 11-7. to seven. And we are down to a minute to go there in that match. For Nick James, he's still trying to score here, and finally they're going to give him the uh, two-point takedown 90 seconds in, and he is going to immediately tip Nielsen of Burke. Nielsen of Burke, 40-9, and nine, though, here, Larry. Yeah, no, he's a good kid. No doubt about that, but Nick James, I think, on a little bit of a different level. Ranked fifth in Class A. James has got the cradle locked up. Can he finish it here in the final 10 seconds of the opening period? I don't think he can pin him there, but it's going to be five to nothing with a message sent. Dylan Miller able to score from the top here and take a three-nothing lead. Hastings over Martinez of Schuyler at 120 pounds. Dylan Miller's tough on top. He's long. He gets those legs in. He's able to score a lot of points there. Lakeview picks up a win at 113, but Ian Bailey of Lexington jumps out 2-0 over Angle of Lakeview. In the first period here, he's got the takedown at 120 pounds. Going to get a caution there. Nick James started early. Jacob Graham of Amherst, Jaden Cole of Elwood wrestling at 145 pounds. And you're going to get to Graham with the takedown to take a 2-0 lead here in the first period. Yeah, now they're going to caution Nielsen, so they each have one. Tough to get that. It's also tough when you've got seven other whistles going. (laughs) Dylan Miller looks like he, after that three-point turn early in the second period, is just going to be able to ride out Martinez of Schuyler, and so Miller will have a 3-0 lead for Hastings as they go into the third period. Hastings leading the duel currently over Schuyler, 18-12. Jacob Graham from Amherst wrestling Jaden Cole of Elwood. It's 2-0 Graham from Amherst, who leads 52-6 in that duel. Nick James gets a quick escape here to start the second period for Carney High. He's up 6-0 over Nielsen of Omaha Burke wrestling on their feet. Minute and a half to go in the second period. You know, you talk about that trophy. I think that would be really important to Hastings as well. 
especially with the way the week's gone, things like that, come home with something and set yourself up. Oh, what a nice play. Yes, move there was. by Miller. He's got the cradle locked up, and Martinez in some trouble. Again, I don't know if he can pin him, but it, they've got to get the three-point near fall, and there is the whistle and the slap and a pin for Hastings High's Dylan Miller in 429. Yeah, that's big. That's It's a fairly close duel. 24 to 12 now, Hastings leading Skyler. Knowing that Skyler's got some decent kids in those midweights, and that's where uh, Hastings struggled um, in the semifinals. Nick James gets another takedown. It's now 8 to 0. With about 30 seconds left in the second. Down here, 4 0 now. Jacob Graham over Jaden Cole, Amherst, and Elwood. Nick James, another takedown, as you said, 8 0. 20 seconds to go in the second period. Kale Kingery is going to go out on the mat for Grand Island against Tanner Kobza of Columbus. Kobza will be the big favorite in this one. Grand Island leading that duel 17-11. to 11, And still a long way to go. Yeah. Again, want to remind you, if you're looking for basketball, Fort Kearney Conference is currently airing on ESPN Radio, 1460-1550. Lou Platt Conference currently airing on Power 99, where the girls' third-place game is currently going on between Ord and St. Paul. Wood River and Donovan Trumbull playing in the finals tonight in the FKC. The finals will be the Pleasanton and Overton boys and the Pleasanton and Elm Creek girls. Jacob Graham with the pin. 58-6 now Amherst moving to the 152s. Only three matches left in that duel. Moving along a little quicker. A lot of pins over there by Amherst uh, in uh, in this round. And uh, anytime we bring in Amherst Pin, Shockey Custom Homes, when you're finally ready to build your perfect home, isn't this the type of custom home builder you want? Shockey Custom Homes. Grand Island, even in their wins today, haven't had a whole lot of pins, have no. they? No. Some slower matches, and that's Cobza and Kingery down there with Columbus and Grand Island 0-0 through the first period. Nick James has gone up 11 to nothing now for the Bearcats, shutting out Trey Nielsen, the fifth-ranked wrestler for Burke. Yeah, pretty commanding win there by top-ranked Nick James. Bryce Brown with an early takedown for Hastings against Kenneth Castro, a 29-6 and senior for Skyler, so a good matchup here at 126. Brown ranked second in the state. James trying to get a tilt there is going to get reversed. So he is up 11-2 but giving up some points, and they'll come off the mat 44 seconds on a restart. He got really aggressive there, rolling around on his back. Yeah, James wants to get the pin, Yeah, obviously. But wrestling like it, even with the big lead. Brown will end the first period up 2 to nothing for Hastings. Kobzo, through all that rolling around over there, has still yet to score. Midway through the second period, Kobzo of Columbus and Kingery of Grand Island are still scoreless. Yeah, that's been quite a deal. A minute left in the second period. James got cautioned again. Kingery on bottom for Grand Island here in this second period. Ian Bailey of, Le- Bailey of Lexington up 12 to nothing now as the time is expiring. He's just not going to be able to get the pin, but Bailey is going to get a major decision here, and Lexington will be up 22 to 12 as they go to 126 pounds on their way to 170. Escape here for Bryce Brown to go up 3 nothing to start the second period against Castro of Schuyler. And James is just working so hard to get that Reversal back. Down to 10 seconds. Just no quit in him. 
Nielsen just holding on to that leg, and time will expire. James will win it 11-2, and that's a major decision. Carney goes up 35-24. As we go to 152, there'll be three matches left between Carney and Burke. Yeah, and as these guys walk off, you can almost see them exhale in the sense that all the hay's in the barn now. You enter the state, the state championship series starting next week. Districts all around. Again, we'll be at the D2 going on in Amherst. And uh, we'll be able to keep you up to date on everything else that is going on around the state. Kearney High, of course, and Grand Island in their district uh, hosting the A district. Yeah, it's nice to have the local uh, flair. Such a big weekend, not only to qualify, but, you know, do you get first, second, third, or fourth? How do you get matched up? The draw next Saturday night. Lincoln High is hosting the A1. Millard South is among the teams going there. The A2 will be hosted by uh, Omaha Central. Columbus is hosting the A3. And Papillion La Vista among the teams that are there. They were here today. And then Kearney hosting A4. Kearney, Grand Island, Bellevue West, Gretna. Lincoln East will be there. Pius, Millard West, and Omaha South. So East and Kearney just can't get away from each other. Well, and the key there is, is um, I have no idea but I'm sure there was some seating issues that went on today. That's kind of a big deal. Back down to, uh, and we'll look at some more districts here in a moment, uh, Tyson Seppel gets his first chance to wrestle today. Seppel, a 26-4 and four senior. There's some good guys that aren't necessarily going to be in the lineup either. 26-4, exactly right. he gets a takedown over Stapleton of Burke, who's 37-8. and eight. So this could be a little fun out there. Yeah, Seppel's tough. Bryce Brown is in a battle right now with Castro out of Skyler. Castro has cut it to 7-6 to six with a minute 45 to go in the match. I think we might have had a potentially dangerous. <laughs> Officials are going to discuss it. How about Cobes and Kingry? Still no score. Kingry couldn't get out in the second period. And so Cobes will take down in a scoreless match to go to the third period for yeah, Columbus. Yeah, that's tough feeling like you've got a ride. You just have a weird decision to make. Do you just let them go? and get to your feet and use the whole period, or do you think you can return the favor? It's always tough. Sam Florell of Amherst and Raul Klaus of Elwood, they continue to remain scoreless with about 30 seconds to go in the second period, and now we get a reversal by Florell. Yeah, Florell did a nice job there. That was a 0-0 match that really had been pretty tough, and now Florell's in the driver's seat here. Again, he's on top, got kind of a Saturday night ride. There it is. A pin over Klaus. Those guys have seen enough of each other. Wow, Amherst has scored the points here, Doug. 64-6. to six. And again, Elwood only winning on a forefoot at 106. And so they'll send out their state-rated wrestler, I would assume, here at 160. And Connor shuts. See if they can pick up a win. Seppel now has been tied by Stapleton of Omaha Burke 2-2. Two to two, As we are, see another reversal right back there by Seppel. So he goes up 4-2. to two. And that'll be the end of the first period at 152 pounds. Carney leading the duel, 35-24 to 24 over Omaha Burke. They get a win here, and that could put it away. Yeah, and that was a forfeit. They did not send anybody out, did Elwood, at 160. So now they're going to close the show at 170. Logan View is going to take third in Class C as they have wrapped it up. 55 to 21. Good day for Logan View. 
great day for Logan View. Started it by upsetting Valentine, lost to Broken Bow, and then come through here and beat Arlington 55-21. to So Logan View, third in Class C, our first duel done of this session. Here on The Breeze, 94.5, KLIQ and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here as Sepal now has a 6-2 lead for Carney with 90 seconds to go in the second period over Stapleton of Omaha Burke. And Tanner Kobza finally able to get some points going, scoring all five points and beating Kingery of Grand Island 5 to nothing. But... Only three points in the team race, so Grand Island continues to lead 17-14 as they go to 126. Yeah, we knew this was going to be close, and they've made it that way. Tyson Seppel now, 6-3, to three, he leads Stapleton of Omaha Burt. And Bryce Brown, after being in a tussle down here, is able to finish strong. It got to 7-6, to six, and then he got to work. And Brown, another five-point move right at the end over Castro of Schuyler, wins it 17-7. to seven. And now Hastings leads it 24 to 12 over Skyler as they go to 132 pounds. 28 to 12 as they go to 132 pounds. Yeah, now it's six to five down here with Seppel, uh, and they're discussing maybe a point or two for Seppel. They're thinking escape or reversal right as they went out of bounds. 40 and one senior Gage Perry of Lakeview a 16 to two lead over Anthony Rodriguez of Lexington, just a point away from the Tech fall. They've got some blood time. That'll help Lakeview. They're down 22-12 to 12 at the moment. And it's all over down here uh, in the Elwood-Amherst match. Amherst 76-6. to six. That didn't win a match. So that is not the way we expected to see Elwood go out today. They had been very competitive uh, in their two matches against Thayer Central and Windside. So Amherst goes 2-1, and one, just in a different way. Yeah, that's exactly right. And won't leave with a trophy. Somebody that went 1-2 and two will. Oh, well. Back to wrestling action here. It is to 6-5. As you said, Tyson Siepel, he's on the bottom. And there's 20 seconds still to go in the second period. So a lot of time for Stapleton left in this match. Brody Aarons of Grand Island comes out there and gets a quick takedown of Levi Bloomquist of Columbus. So it's two to nothing. First minute gone in the first period in A. Oh, Seppel just blew it. He was all the way out, and he tried a big move, fell right to his back, and Stapleton pinned him with seven seconds left in the period. And so one that was a 6-2 lead for Tyson, and you get uh, Omaha Burke able to stick around in this one because they just picked up six points. Carney 35 Omaha Burke 30 with two matches to go. Yeah, that was that's rough. Over here for Hastings, Isaac Hunsley. Hunsley with an early takedown of Carrasco, a 6-17 and 17 sophomore, so Hunsley should be able to get his way here. And if he gets a pin here, that would put Hastings up 34-12, to 12, almost insurmountable against Skyler. Okay, they're arguing over here in the Class A, Burke and Carney over whose choice it is. Carney thought it was Burke's choice, and the official says, no, it is yours. So they have a decision to make. Carney thought it was, and, and this is the worst, in your mind when you get that piece screwed up or you get behind it a little bit, they, it can be a little tough. So there they just picked one. Oh, maybe, and, and maybe, that. well, it could be they weren't thinking they were going to lose that match. They probably thought they were going to put the duel away right there, Doug. And so we will move on to 100 and 
60 pounds. Let's see if that's Carter Abels that comes out there. Or who Carney will send out there. Could be Kowalik. 35-30. Carney needs one more win here to secure the third-place trophy. And the Bearcats get in with Kowalik. He's got the leg pick immediately. And he's wrestling Jackson Kelly, 31-8. and eight. Good wrestler. He's got the single pitted. He's going to get the takedown right there is Colton Kowalik. Well, see James Burke sitting there for uh, Omaha Burke. So he's going to go up and wrestle at 70. Against Gus Franzen, most likely. Yep. That's why it was important for Carney to choose. Is that way they were going to decide who uh, Burks was going to wrestle. So there you go. And now Flurry and a takedown here for Carney High. Kowalik makes it two to nothing, and he's able to get the pin. Oh my goodness! He put Jackson Kelly out of commission in a hurry. Fifty seconds, so they threw the right guy, and Carney wins the duel. Yeah, and that's how that works. It is all about choosing the right dude. Nice job, Colton Kowalik, the senior, picking up the pin. Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings is out there. They did get the pin, by the way, at 132, so Hastings is up 34-12 to 12 over Skyler. Brody Aarons of Grand Island leading Bloomquist of Columbus 7 to nothing as they go to the third period. Brady Fago of Lexington, a 2 nothing lead over Logan Jackson of Lakeview as the first period comes to an end. Lexington leading at 22-17. And Carney didn't send anybody out at 70. And so it's all over. Carney High will take home the third-place trophy in Class A, 41-36 over Omaha Burke. We'll take a break and be back with more of the State Dual Wrestling Championships on the Breeze 94.5, KLIQ, Hastings, Carney, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com right after this. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Kearney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Kearney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. The Breeze 94.5. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker, getting closer to the finals here tonight. And best of luck to those teams. Lincoln East, Millard South in A, Blair and Sydney in B, Broken Bow and Aquinas in C, Plainview and Burwell in D. As we come back to action, Larry, which one of those kind of stick out to you here? Well, I think Class A, to be honest, B is going to be super competitive. But Class A, Millard South, uh, they just continue on this roll. Uh, but Lincoln East, they've got a great lineup, and they look sharp today, I thought. I think they all, I mean, you, you hope that they're going to be close, but I think at least three of the four are going to be very, very close. I'll be interested to see how Aquinas can 
uh, wrestle Broken Bow. Yeah, how they can keep up. You know, they've got Aquinas has got a, just a couple hammers, and then they're just kind of decent everywhere. Where Broken Bow has just got that lineup is studded everywhere. Let's get back and update you. Uh, still wrestling over there. Brody Aarons trying to, in his final 30 seconds, pick up a bonus point here. He's up now 11-2. to two. He just got that revert or that takedown over uh, Levi Bloomquist. So he's up 11-2, to two, and that'll get him a bonus point here with not a lot of time left in the third period. Looks like we're down to about 15 seconds. Now he's trying to turn him and pick up a few more. I don't think they've counted it yet as the time continues to wind down, and that will be the end of the 126-pound match. And Brody Aarons of Grand Island is able to pick up the victory here over Levi Bloomquist of Columbus by a score of 11-3. to I think they did give Bloomquist an escape, but it's still an eight-point win, so he gets the four-point major, and Grand Island leads Columbus 21-14 to as they go to 132. And again, 170 is still where these wrestlers have to go. So we've got some duels done and some that are a long way from being done. Mason Brumbaugh, 2-2 two two with Miguel Roman of Schuyler. And they have 18 seconds to go in the second period. Hastings is up in this duel, 34-12. to That's the third-place match. In Class B, the fifth-place match, Lexington leads Lakeview 22-17, and Brady Fago is up 6 to nothing over Jackson of Lakeview with 40 seconds to go in the match. Class C, fifth-place match, Valentine 28, David City 24. They're at 145 pounds, and David City uh, is going to have a lead here at 145. How about this? You've got 39-1 Justin White against 22-2 Chase Olson. Really good match there at 145. Yeah, no doubt about that. And then Cade Wilkinson of Neely Oakdale is losing to Dominic Stewart of Thayer Central, but Neely Oakdale is up 37-15 to 15 over Thayer Central in the Class D third-place match at 145 pounds. Yeah, and you take – when you look at – I'm really impressed today with Grand Island. Uh, you know, I know they're missing some guys from injury. They don't have any just front-runner in their lineup, but they're really tough everywhere. Uh, this is the first time I've seen them this year, and I'm pretty impressed. Well, Grand Island Wrestling doing a good job again here today. New Beginnings Family Services empowering children, families, and individuals through teaching, hope, support, and encouragement. Glad to have you along with us as we are uh, heading into the home stretch of our coverage here today from the state wrestling duels. Our uh, local teams will all be done after this round, and you know, best of luck to the eight teams remaining wrestling in the finals. As we said earlier, Larry, uh, that has this will be the first time that that's happened uh, since the state duels. No local team, and again, Carney, Grand Island, and Amherst, a big part of that reason why they've been there so many times. Yeah, you and I have done this uh, every year. It's been alive, and we've never not done a final well hopefully the uh, tournament in two weeks in omaha will be even more exciting for some of the individuals and teams from our listening area and grand island will send ethan steinfeld out at 132 pounds against Cardo cuchera of columbus and cuchera of course state rated and gets a takedown and he is an animal out there for the discoverers yeah that's he's going to get his second takedown here to make it four to one my guess is I, he well there's only 20 seconds left in the period if he can find a way to get a pin, Columbus would be within one. Yeah. With a long ways to go, as you said a minute ago. Mason Brumbaugh has taken the 4-2 to two lead for Hastings over Roman of Schuyler. They have wrestled out of bounds with 34 seconds to go in the match. So Brumbaugh trying to get another win here today for the Tigers. 
as they are inching ever closer to the third-place trophy in Class B. And I also would say I'd throw Hastings in with that. I think it'll be very interesting to see Hastings in two weeks. Um, Coach Lauchs will be able – you know, Coach Lauchs was there all week this week. Then he'll be their district. But, you know, it'll be – by the time we get to the state meet, he'll have been with them for three weeks from that perspective. And now Roman gets an escape here for Skyler and is in on a shot with 18 seconds to go. Brumbaugh trying to hold it off here. And they're going to get a stalemate. 13 seconds as they come back to the center. This will be neutral position here, so Brumbaugh can't get complacent. He'll take a fake shot there. Roman actually backed up. He's got to take a shot with eight seconds. Six seconds. Roman in, and Brumbaugh counters and takes him to the mat, and Brumbaugh will get the takedown, and he will win it by a score of 6-3. to three. three more points for Hastings. They're up 37-12 to 12 as we go to 145. Yeah, Doug, that was a fantastic slide-by by Brumbaugh. Roman changed levels and started to penetrate to shoot, and Brumbaugh just slid him by. So already in this round, Carney High has beaten Omaha Burke 41-36 to take third in Class A. Both of our Class B matches are still going. In C, Logan View beats Arlington to take third, 55-21. to And in Class D, Amherst takes fifth over Elwood, 76-6. to Elsewhere, Neely Oakdale leading Thayer Central 37-21 to with three matches to go in the D third. In the C fifth, Valentine leading David City 28-27 with three matches to go. In Class A, Grand Island leading Columbus 21-14, and Kuchera's only up 4-2 over Steinfeld of Grand Island. A minute to go in the second period. In Class B, third-place match, Hastings is up 37-12 over Schuyler. They have four matches to go. And Class B, fifth-place match, Lexington leading Lakeview 25-23, and they have four matches to go. Oh, Carter Kuchera trying to get the big, big... Lift there, just as you said, animal-wise. That was just big body lock, and Steinfeld, down he goes. Nope, too many people starting to warm up and hang out on the mats. Todd Parr says, not today. (laughs) Good crew on hand today for the State High School Wrestling Championships. Of course, next week into the districts, then we've got State Wrestling, that's followed by state swimming, girls in basketball, and boys basketball taking us into March. And we will have uh, more on the girls and boys sub-district basketball tournament. Still plenty of regular season action over the next two weeks. All the wrestling. Uh, don't forget our annual Power 99 Wrestling Rally a week from Sunday. That's at 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. I think this is the 22nd year that we have done the wrestling rally. It's always such an exciting time of year get to talk to the coaches and some of the kids and wrestlers that have qualified for state, really get that first in-depth look at uh, how things stack up as we get ready for Omaha. Well, yeah, you just start. I mean, I know for myself that Saturday night's a pretty late night because I, I run all the brackets forward that night of what I think. And then on Sunday morning, I start working them all on the left side, working them backwards to start seeing how you think things are going to work out. Austin Yoey of Hastings has had a couple of tough matches today in key situations. Now he is the favorite over Carrasco, an 11-14 sophomore from Schuyler, and they have wrestled a scoreless first period, so they'll go to the second. Tristan Berry of Lexington has a 5-0 lead over Barcel of Columbus Lakeview. Yeah, Cruchera's starting to go now, 8-3. to Just takedowns at will over Ethan Steinfeld of Grand Island. 
Been quiet now for a little while yes, here at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds in Kearney. You've got some tight duels that one move here or there could determine it with uh, the last three or four weight classes on each side. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with more after this on The Breeze. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. M.A. Graham Incorporated in Amherst is an independent distributor of oral wheat bread and Thomas bagels and muffins. They are a very proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Nothing can warm up your day better than a warm, buttery bagel, muffin, or oral wheat bread. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Buffalo County Fairgrounds. Again, thanks to Dave and all the folks here for their hospitality. Glad to have you along with us, Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Andrea, Dave. There's so many people out here to thank, and uh, we've got uh, high school wrestling moving on here as Carter Kuchera just can't put away uh, Ethan Steinfeld at Grand Island. No, it's 8-5. to five. Steinfeld just keeps fighting him. The That's match. how it's going to end. Yeah. So Kuchera, one of the top wrestlers in Class A, uh, an 8-5 win, and he's only going to be able to pick up three points for Columbus, and Grand Island maintains a 21-17 lead as they go to 138 pounds. Austin Yoey of Hastings, a 3-2 lead over Carrasco of Schuyler. They go to the third period, and it'll be Yoey on bottom. That's his choice. Class B, fifth place, Tristan Berry of Lexington, leading Barcel of Lakeview 7-3 in the final few seconds of the second period. Valentine and David City just a point apart in their fifth-place match in Class C, so they're wrestling it hard. Well, and that's, that's a pretty high-powered fifth-place match, if you ask me. You know, Tyler Salpas from Grand Island going to come out and wrestle Alex Court of Columbus. They're scoreless. And don't look now, but Thayer Central, who was down by 20, has cut it to 10 with two matches to go against Neely Oakdale, 37-27, and Jackson Fuller will be the big favorite here at 160 pounds over Dempsey of Neely Oakdale, and uh, he could make this match go down to the final, uh, final weight class. Yeah, that'd be a big deal. So Thayer Central, who lost to Burwell in the semifinals on Criteria, they wrestled to a 36-36 tie, and it went so far down the list, nobody knows how many that they had to pass up. But uh, Burwell ends up getting it, and now they get a chance to wrestle Plainview for another state title. Yeah, both those semifinals were razor thin. Tyler Salpas is going to get a takedown here over Alex Court for Grand Island in what should be another toss-up match between Salpas and Columbus. Columbus is going to have to start winning some of those, and now he's got him in some trouble, Larry. Yeah, Salpas is going to get the pin, I think, Doug. And there it is. Pin Grand Island, and that will put the Islanders up 27-17 to 17 as they go to 145. Yeah, this is good. I very comp- We knew it would be a competitive duel, but 
the Islanders have really shown up here. Tristan Berry leading the whole way is going to get a pin for Hastings at the 525 mark. Add six more, and that'll clinch the duel for Hastings. And they'll bring home third place in Class B. Yeah, that's great for Hastings. Again, dynamite lineup. 43-12, dominating Skyler at this uh, third-place matchup. Yeah, and they were within an inch of getting in the finals, and I think they could have wrestled with Blair. No doubt about that. Tristan Berry of Lexington now gets reversed, and he's in a little bit of trouble. He's up 7-5 to five against Barcel of Lakeview with 40 seconds to go. Barcel trying to turn him and get this thing at least tied. And Isaiah Darris comes out for Grant Allen. He just got taken down by Camden Iwan. He had controlled all the ties and then got taken down, and Iwan now is trying to get going on top. Looks tough. Uh-oh, stall warning against Tristan Berry. Point Barcel now at 7-6, to six, and they ding him twice, 7-7. Seven to seven. No, there we go, 7-6, to six. okay. And he's not going to cut him, so it's not going to make any difference. He hasn't been able to turn him here for about 40 seconds. And it looks like he's going to turn him maybe here at the very end. No. Time will run out. And Tristan Berry of Lexington holds on for a 7-6 victory. Three more points for Lexington. They lead Lakeview 28-23 with three matches to go. And Tony Perez, the early day hero, comes out uh, for Hastings wrestling. Olvin Lopez from Skyler just about got the takedown, ran out of real estate. Yeah, early today in the quarterfinals. Hastings led Columbus Lakeview 31 to 29 going into the final match at 52 and Perez was 4 and 15 and he went out there and got a 6-1 lead and then won it 9 to 7 and that allowed Hastings to advance on and that's uh, got him into the semifinals and now here they are in the third place match. Yeah, really nice job. Olvin Lopez better be careful going up her body with Tony Perez from Hastings. He likes to throw our state dual wrestling coverage is proudly brought to you by Impact Seed. Craig Weech is your Pioneer Seed dealer. Learn more about seed treatment options for your operation. Contact Pioneer sales professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Isaiah Darris of Grand Island trailing Ewan of Columbus 2 to nothing as they finish out the first period of wrestling. Dakota Haynes of Lexington scoreless with Lucas Hatcher of Columbus Lakeview. They have wrestled the first 40 seconds on their feet. And Perez and Lopez, Hastings and Skyler are still scoreless. Oh, that was close. They were doing the crappie flop down there. Perez just about ended up on his back. (laughs) This will end up with a big move here, I think. Down here, Thayer Central, Larry, did pick up a pin at 160 pounds. And so it is Neely Oakdale 37, Thayer Central 33, but Caleb Pofel is Neely Oakdale's wrestler, and he has 34 and 10 against 17 and 11 sophomore Andrew Engel of Thayer Central. So uh, Neely Oakdale, big favorite here to uh, finish it off and take third in D. Well, I mean, so Thayer Central's going to get fourth when they thought they were going to be wrestling for a state title. They just didn't score enough points in the first period. Yeah, crazy <laughs> way. Duel. Yeah. It's nuts. Down here in our Hastings match, we have an escape to start the second period for Lopez of Schuyler against Perez of Hastings. They wrestled the whole first period on their feet. They're on their feet again. Perez wants to go for a throw. They spin through, and Perez got him down. Takedown, Perez of Hastings, and he's got him on his back on the edge of the mat. 
and a pin. Oh, my goodness. And I think we had an injury there to Lopez. Lopez is injured. He's holding his groin. It It seemed innocent enough. And Perez, with some concern, takes the headgear off. And now the officials are discussing whether there was an injury that they should have stopped before the pin, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I think they'll let this stand. So they're talking to the... uh, And again, there would be nothing illegal. So uh, if, if he couldn't go after the injury, it would be over anyway. That's exactly right. So they haven't ruled yet, but it looks like it'll be a pin for Perez, and he'll go 2-1 and one on the day. Yeah. Six wins on the season. Two of them here today. Not a boy. Maybe he'll go shake it up at districts next week. One never knows. You just don't know when somebody's going to click. You don't know. Isaiah Darris still down 2-0 to zero down there for Grand Island. Islanders leading Columbus 27-17. to 17. They're trying to bring home... A fifth place win and go two and one today. A lot of the teams in our area did go two and one today. Hastings and Kearney could be Grand Island, Amherst. Among those going two and one so far today, and Hastings is going to go two and one because they've got this dual side sewed up, and they did call it an injury because we see injury time running, so oh, this yeah. match is not over. So they are going to go back. They pinned him so quick. Are they even going to give him back points? I don't know. I think you have to give him four back points. You have to, I think, award him four back points if you're going to say it's an injury. And right now, trying to take all of his injury time is Lopez. You get two minutes. If you can't go after two minutes, then it's a medical forfeit. Teams are warming up for the championships. Lincoln East, Millard South in A, Blair and Sydney in B, Broken Bow and Aquinas in C, Plainview and Burwell in D. We still got some time to go here. That'll be a little after 5.30 when the finals start here in Kearney. Doug, I think they're only going to give him two back points. This has to be 6-1. to one. You have to give four back points. Otherwise, somebody could just scream and pretend to be hurt. And now it's over down here in the third place match, Neely Oakdale. Uh, gets the win, as we figured, by Penn, doing it in the uh, second period. 43-33 to 33 is the uh, final score here for Neely Oakdale, taking home the third-place uh, medal and trophy in Class D. So, uh, Tony Perez, so they're back on their feet wrestling. Olvin Lopez and Tony Perez. Four to two, a minute gone here in the second period. And now over in the Lexington match, it is Dakota Haynes with a cradle on Lucas Thatcher trying to get the pin here. He's already up 11 to two. He's got it cinched up pretty good right in the middle of the mat. Decides to let it go. Three near fall, 14 to two in favor of Haynes. And that's 28-23. That one is still in doubt over there between Lexington and Lakeview. Yeah, that's been... I mean, that match has been incredibly close. And over here, Isaiah Darris trying to make something happen before this match is over. We've got a minute 15 to go, and he trails 4 to nothing. Big flurry here off bottom. He may get at least one for an escape. He's trying to turn it into two. But no points awarded yet as Ewan is 
still got a little bit of the leg. And Perez gets taken down. That's five to four now. He leads over Lopez. I just don't for the life of me understand how you can't get four back points there. And that'll be the end of the second period. So what we thought was a win by pin by Perez is now going to go to the third period. He's up five to four. Haynes is up of Lexington 16 to two as they start the third period. And he is on bottom, but not for very long. He's going to get a reversal and end this thing. And he might pin him. He may get the pin here for Lexington. He's in good shape with a minute 45, Doug. He's a little bit high. Yeah, he's going to fall out. No. He's not going to get it, but it's going to be a tech fall. Five points here for Lexington. 33-23 over Columbus Lakeview with two matches to go after the 20-2 victory. Darris does get a reversal over here for Grand Island. 4-2, but there's only 25 seconds left, and he's working hard to tip. I think he's done it. Yeah, that's 4-4 four four down there. He has tied it up, and there's still some, uh, I think he's going to get more back points out of this. Yes. Darris down 4 to nothing is now up 6-4 to four in the final 10 seconds. Wow, that's big. He's going to get more back points. And Darris is going to win the match and put three more points on the board for the Islanders. Grand Island 30, Columbus 17 with three matches to go. Wow, what a flurry there in, in the end, Doug. That's big. And down here for Tony Perez. He's still up 5-4, to four, and you can see Lopez still kind of limping back to the middle. But it's 5-4. to four. Will Perez continue to be aggressive here? That doesn't seem like there's much Lopez would be able to do here. No, I don't think so. That injury has really kind of taken things off. He's almost tried to wrestle off one knee. But he's got to find a way to score with 45 seconds to go. Valentine just won by a pin. And that gives them the dual win. Valentine, 38. David City, 30 to take fifth place in Class C. Not what they thought they were going to be doing today, but they do go 2-1. and one. And Tony Perez, he's being very smart here in how he's doing things. He's just staying out on the edge. 26 seconds left. And now over here, Lexington and Lakeview. Riley Cup gets tossed by Gerkensmeyer in two state-rated wrestlers. This will be huge for Lakeview, and they got the pin. Oh, boy. 49 seconds. That'll make it a four-point duel going into the final match. And uh, Riley Cuff had to think he had just as good a chance to win it and secure the duel. Instead, he got tossed. And it goes down to the final match in Class B for fifth place between Lexington and Lakeview. And I think fine this match... Took a long time, but oh, oh. Perez Lopez, yeah, Lopez just about had Perez taken down to Hastings. And time will run out, and Perez is going to hang on and win it 5-4, to four, and that's going to make it 46-12 to 12 Hastings with two matches to go. Grand Island has put Jacob Sheldon out against Cade Fulner of Columbus, and Fulner pretty much needs to get a win here uh, for Columbus to have any chance at coming back and beating the Islanders. We are headed into the home stretch of our coverage. Let's take a break here. You're listening to the State Dual Wrestling Tournament on the Breeze. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited. 
and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile, and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. That's what I'm saying. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back with you here at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds, side of the 2019 State Dual Wrestling Tournaments in Kearney on The Breeze 94.5 and Platte River Preps. Com. Glad to have you along with us. Our coverage brought to you in part by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We are just about done with our third, fourth, and fifth and sixth place matches, but still some work to be done out here, including Efren Aguirre of Lexington, a big underdog to Brooke Beelan of Lakeview, and Beelan's going to get the takedown. He needs to win by tech fall or pin to win the duel for Columbus Lakeview. The major would tie it, and he is trying to pin Aguirre. Oh, he just turned him. Aguirre's got to no, know. Aguirre's in deep trouble. But time runs out. Yep. So he gets turned. He's behind. He's a little hurt, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a little more than his feelings. Yeah. He's going to be st- staying on his back there. It looks like maybe a rib or something like that. So the injury time begins. And an injury default is worth 16 points. Yeah, so that six would uh, put Lexington on the wrong side of this dual competition. Jacob Sheldon of Grand Island is 2-2 with Cade Fulner of Columbus. They have a minute 10 to go in the second period. Grand Island is up 30-17. to This and two more matches in that. But if Columbus, uh, Grand Island wins this, then they would secure that dual title. And Sheldon just got a takedown almost to Fulner's back. Damon Pape of Hastings trying to pin Michael Hernandez of Schuyler. Got the takedown, but the time is going to run out here in the period. He'll be up 5 nothing going into the second period. Yeah, and Pape's had, of course, a tremendous season, but he's looked very good today as well. Just a junior. Seems like he's been around a long time. We've done a lot of his matches, Doug. Both of the Class B duels continue. Both of the Class C are done. Logan View beat Arlington 55-21 to take third. Valentine beat David City 38-30 to take fifth. And D. Amherst beat Elwood 76-6 to take fifth. Neely Oakdale over Thayer Central 43-33 to take third. Carney beat Omaha Burke 41-36 to take third. So Grand Island Columbus. Skylar Hastings, Lexington Lakeview. Those are the final three that are going on for this session of the state duels. Damon Pape now up 7 to nothing for Hastings. Still trying to find a way to get the pin here on Hernandez. Yeah, this is tough here. Fulner just re- changed fortunes, got himself a reversal. It's 4-2. to two. And now trouble over here for Lexington. This is the key match. Aguirre's on his back again, and all kinds of time remaining in this match. Minute 20 to go in the second period. Must avoid being pinned or tech-falled. Yeah, and I think the tech-fall matters. He's getting turned enough right now. It's not just stay off your back. You can't let all these back points rack up. Well, he gives up the three, seven to nothing. Is he able, he faces him. Is he able to get at least a point? He's down by six already. There's a minute left. It is seven, you say? Well, as long as he was on his back there, that should have been three, Larry, right? They must only give him two. So six to nothing is what the board says. 50 seconds to go here in the second period. Aguirre 
Not able to get out of there, and now... He's got to let go of his head. Balin is able to take him back down. Aguirre's trying to get to his belly. Did you see that? He's yes. trying to roll to his belly. Now it's eight. Halfway home. 30 seconds left in the second period. Uh, um, did he give him two near fall there? Yes. Okay. So eight nothing. Still trying to come out to the side and get him turned with 20 seconds to go in the second period. Still a lot of work to do here for Brooke Bielan. Damon Pape is going to take a 10-0 lead for Hastings over Hernandez of Schuyler into the third period. Final match here, the Hastings duel with Schuyler. Yes. They've got it won. Fulner from Columbus still 4-2, to two, and he's really working on top over Jacob Sheldon from Grand Island. And again, Grand Island just needs one win in these final three matches to take the victory in the fifth-place duel in Class A. Fulner and the and the Discoverers still have a chance to run the table, though. Yes, they do. They could, they could catch up. They would need some bonus points somewhere along the line. And we go to the end of the second period here now for Lexington and Lakeview. Brooke Bielan of Lakeview, 8 to nothing over Aguirre of Lexington. And again, you got to wonder where the criteria is because... And I don't see this anything worse than 8 nothing. No, this will be a major decision. So it's going to be Beelan on top or on bottom here. Locked hands. And that makes it 9 to nothing. Aguirre trying to hang on. And he just doesn't want to give up a five-point move here. Yeah, just not. Uh, He's Aguirre's done. just not seasoned enough in these positions. Senior Bielan a chance to get something done here for his team. After all that locked hands, they're going to break it and call it 9 to nothing. A minute 40 to go. And right now it just seems like how long can Aguirre ride on top? Right. Pape's going to get the 15-0 to victory, giving uh, Hastings the third-place trophy. So Pape, the tech fall in 5.09, put another five points on the board, and it looks like the final score will be Hastings 51 and Skyler, 18, and the Tigers will take third in Class B. Yeah, I think this just depends on how uh, there's a minute 20 left. It's 11-0 to zero now is what Aguirre trails Balin. Balin getting the reversal. And again, very rare where a tech fall is what you're looking for, but that will be good enough for Lakeview. And right now he just needs to look to turn, or I'd cut him and get takedowns. I have not seen a stall warning yet against Aguirre. That could come into play as well. Right and there, there it, it is. Worn. 58 seconds to go. How long before he gets another one? We're going to get a stalemate. So a restart with 52 seconds to go. Efren Aguirre just trying to go the full six minutes. I think you could take him down and let him up probably three times maybe. Because Aguirre is not going to, he's not going to give you any resistance, I don't think. 11 to nothing. It's hard to turn a guy when he's just going to gumby up, though, here, and that's what Aguirre's going to do. And you'd have to do it four times, Larry. Yeah, but one of them you could end up to a back. Well, yes, 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 no I doubt. Think. If it was all two for one. And yeah. Again, Aguirre doing a good job of just trying to flatten out here. The clock runs. We're down to 40 seconds to go. Beelan has got to find a way to get him turned. Right in the middle of the mat, Aguirre at least – Worming a little bit here. Now Beelan out to the side, and he's got something going. Now he can pin him with this. He's got him turned. 
Aguirre in trouble with 23 seconds. If he can pop his head out, he's going to be okay. Got him a little high. He's 15 seconds. He's in real trouble. He bucks out of there again. 12 seconds to go. He's only, I think, probably got two near fall. Even if it's three, he's okay. Time's going to expire, and this thing is going to be decided by criteria. Wow. Efren Aguirre did his job. And I mean all the way. Didn't give up either thing. So Brooke Bielen is going to pick up the victory here for Columbus Lakeview, 13 to nothing. That ties the score at 33. It's the second match today that's going to go to criteria. And uh, I only saw it once on a match that had nothing to do with us. I don't think any of our teams ever went to overtime today. No. Sudden victory, anything. Every match from our area teams was decided in six minutes of wrestling time or less. Now they go to the table and see who won it. Will it be Lexington or will it be Lakeview? So we're down to the final match in Grand Island-Columbus, and it's a four-point duel. Grand Island is ahead 30-26. to Columbus winning the last two, just picking up a pin here. And Alex Darris, 11-10 senior, Blaze Stanley, 33-13 sophomore for Columbus. So the same situation we just had here in the Lexington match. As long as Darris can wrestle the six minutes, it will be no worse than going to criteria. That's exactly right. Darris will not get uh, teched, and he could get in trouble and get pinned. Sometimes he gets in a little bit of trouble with stuff, but he's a pretty solid wrestler. Our final match, and then uh, we'll turn it over to the rest of the fans here as they get ready for the championships. Again, Lincoln East and Millard South and A, Blair and Sydney and B, Broken Bow and Aquinas and C, and Plainview and Burwell in D. A lot of hand play here from Darius of Grand Island and Stanley of Columbus. They're going to go out of bounds. Don't forget the New West Post game is coming up next. We will give you all the results from so far today. And our final thoughts as we will have wrestling the next two Saturdays will be on Power 99 at approximately 2 o'clock with the D2 District Finals from Amherst next week. And then, of course, the following Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the 14th through the 16th in Omaha for the State Wrestling Tournament. Live coverage of the semifinals, wall-to-wall, 5 o'clock, Friday night, the 15th. Aaron Darris gives up the takedown, so Stanley takes him down. Now, Darris just got to be tough, and like I said, Doug, he's got enough movement. He does a good enough job. He's not the kind of guy that'll get stalled out of here. That's for sure. Oh, that's a tough arm bar. But do you see how tough Darris is? He didn't go there. I mean, they just about ripped his arm clean off his body. Yeah, that was a big, strong move, and Darris was able to break it free, and we will go to the end of the first period with 10 seconds to go here. Still working is Stanley of Columbus, knowing what he needs to do, but doesn't look like he's going to be able to score off this move, and it'll be 2-0 Darris of Grand Island trailing. And again, all he has to do is survive. He'd love to not get beat by more than seven. And if he does, Grand Island wins the duel. Yes, and that's a big deal. And Darris will be on top to start the second period here against Stanley of Columbus. Stanley immediate to his feet, and Darris will wrap it around and bear hug him right back down to the ground. And Darris does a good job here. Now getting in a little bit of trouble. Going to be two reversal. Going to be four to zero now. Stanley over Darris, Grand Allen. So whoop, right out of bounds. Darris just about got to turn. Joey Morrison just come out, and he's giving it to him. That's an important deal. you got to get up. 
Can't get ridden here. Got to get to his feet here. Just no explosiveness off of the... Uh, Matt, geez, that arm bar is tough. Stanley's running. <laughs> Darius fought it off again. I mean, it's, he's running that tough enough. It almost looks potentially dangerous. That's tough. Darius has got to come up, though. I mean, again, if you're Grand Island, this doesn't bug you too much as long as he doesn't get turned. But a lot of times you lay down there like a fish long enough and let somebody just go to work, they're going to find something. That's Morrison's pleading with him to come up. 4 nothing. Stanley with the lead. Midway through the second period. Now he's able to turn him, but not good enough. See, Darius is tough. That was a pretty good ball and chain there, and he gets a one count is all. Again, Grand Island, this is the final match of the duel, and Grand Island's up 30-26. to 26, But Stanley, the favorite wrestler, needs to win by at least a major decision. And we still haven't heard what's going on between Lexington and Lakeview. Now, this just takes forever. You would think track would have the rules and could pop it out in the program. That would be something to... Take a look at, no doubt about it. Stanley is going to pick up two more here and go up six to nothing. And then an escape by Darris after he was turned will make it six to one. So with 26 seconds to go in the second period, both up on the restart. Stanley up by five, six to one. Yeah, and he doesn't want to, Darris doesn't want to give up. Um, Anything take, here. Yeah, right here at the end, 15 seconds left in the period. My guess is Stanley, it'll be his choice. He'll go down, so it'll be 7-1. Oh, he's in deep on a leg again, is Stanley. Garris has fought it off with a deep sprawl. He's got the head stuffed. And time will run out here in the second period. Stanley of Columbus, 6. Darris of Grand Island, 1. And the final period of the final match here between Grand Island and Columbus. They're a little familiar with each other, and... It is Darris's choice, and he's going to go straight to bottom. Yeah. In pretty good shape here. He's just got to move. He can't let those arms get tied up. There he's in a pretty good spot. Got his hips clear. little head spin. As long as he doesn't get turned, it doesn't even really matter if he gets out. Now, if he right. can get out, he picks up a point, maybe two, but he just has to make sure that he doesn't get turned, and that's a long two minutes when that's all you're trying to do. That's exactly right. And if he doesn't get turned, Grand Island will win the duel, and he's going to get up and get the escape. So it's 6-2, to two, Stanley of Columbus leading Darris of there, Grand Island. There will be no flight in Alexia Darris, I can tell you that. Coaches out there coaching their best. Again, even if Darris gets taken down, it's only a six-point lead. And Stanley needs four points right now at 6-2. to two. Needs to get it to eight, and that's just to get us to the criteria. That's we right. still don't know if that would be good enough. That's right. Minute 24 left. Darris starting to look a little gassed. Still waiting for the result down there in the Lakeview Lexington. They tied at 33, and we're waiting to hear who's going to win the criteria there. Yeah, who's fifth and who's sixth? Darris has got a little bit of a body lock. Now he's got a big body lock. He's got to be careful. You want to work your way into this slowly. Lost containment, lost control. They go off the bat, stopping the clock with a minute three to go. I mean, you can't call any stalling here. Darius was as he was the aggressor there. Yeah. A minute to go. 
Stanley with the lead, but 6-2 to is not going to be good enough for Columbus. Yeah, it's weird to look at 6-2 to two and think you're winning because you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're Darius. And if you're on the other end of that 6-2, to two, you're losing. 45 seconds to go. Edge of the mat again. Now Darius being smart, circling towards the end. Still gets the underhook and out of bounds they'll go. Now 38 seconds, and there is a stall warning against Darius. Yeah, with 38 seconds left, though, that's not too bad because it still would just be 6. 7-2, to two, no or big seven, deal. Yeah, 7-2. to two, Even no on big... a takedown, Darius actually takes a shot. And then he's going to be thrown to his back. Oh, no. He got lateral drops. Pancaked off of that, but fought his way off. Only going to be two back. Well, that's a four-point move, and that's you all he needs. You have to get out. You have Ten to get to out. Two. Fifteen seconds to go. If Darris gets out, Grand Island wins. If not, we go to the criteria. He tried to stay aggressive, and it cost him. Yeah, no question. And you preach to your kids, stay aggressive. Darris coming to one knee. Five seconds to go. Still trying to get free. And he's out! Ahead. He did. Yeah, there's no question. He's out. Both officials saw it. Oh, boy. That's a big deal. Alex Darris just got beat 10-3, to and he won the duel. Yes, he did. By getting out with a second to go. Yep. Grand Island, 30, and Columbus, 29. Well, I hate to tell you, but I wasn't going to sit here for the next hour with you waiting for that. (laughs) I was going to listen to you on the way home to see who won that duel. Well, we're still waiting on the Lexington Lakeview result. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show for the state duels after this break on the Breeze 94.5. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Rexius Nutrition's Thermovar Weight Loss Kit not only helps curb those holiday sugar cravings, but targets the hips, thighs, and spare tire you want gone now. With 25 Midwest locations, including in Kearney at 1420 West 24th Street, get your free sample today. Swim all year round with an endless pool fitness system in your own backyard. Hi, this is Doug from Detterdings. Our endless pools are unmatched, whether you're training for a triathlon or improving your health. See and try the endless pools at Detterdings, Kearney, and Grand Island. The Breeze 94.5. Our New West postgame show is brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. They will have the trophy presentations here for third and fourth and announcements of the fifth and sixth place winners as well. And finally, they have posted Lexington and Lakeview down there. And Larry, it's been so long, I don't remember who was green and who was red. Green was the winner. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. So uh, that went to criteria between Lexington and Columbus Lakeview, and it's going to be Lakeview to win by criteria 34-33. to 
Well, that's a stinker. You thought you did what you needed to do, and you didn't get there. So uh, we get ready for the finals. We've uh, kind of previewed that already. Lincoln East, Millard South in A, Blair and Sydney in B, uh, Broken Bow and Aquinas in C, and Plainview and Burwell uh, in Class D, and they'll get that going here by the top of the hour. Uh, we will make way for more basketball. The Lou Platt Conference Tournament on Power 99, the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament on ESPN Radio. But uh, the first year of the uh, new format, new day. Yeah, I thought it was done very well. I thought the venue was good. The energy in the room was good. They'll get it rocking here tonight. I think it's uh, dynamite. Might have saved the thing. Well, here we go. Here's what happened today in case you missed any of it. In Class A, Lincoln East and Millard South will be in the final. Carney beat Papillion La Vista South in the first round, 57-18. to Lincoln East over the four-seed Grand Island, 39-30. The three-seed Burke over number six, Papillion La Vista, 50-30. And the two-seed Millard South over Columbus, 39-21. In the consolation, Columbus eliminated Papillion La Vista, 42-28. And Grand Island eliminated Papillion South, 46-30. In the semifinals, Lincoln East got their first win of the year over Carney, Larry, 33-28. Yeah, and... and Carney just didn't seem to pop today, I didn't think, in that duel. Lincoln East really did. I mean, they wrestled really well. And then it was Millard South over Omaha Burke, 37-33. to And in the third place match, Carney over Omaha Burke, 41-36. And for fifth, Grand Island holds on to beat Columbus, 30-29. to So both uh, Carney and Grand Island go 2-1. and one. Yeah, and I thought Grand Island wrestled tough all day, and I thought Carney really bounced back well in their third-place duel with the tough Burke team. In Class B, we kind of thought maybe Grand Island Northwest had a chance here today, and it just didn't bounce their way at all. No, they went 0-2. Uh, Blair beat them 47-21. to uh, that was the five-seed Skyler over Lexington, 43-30. to The six-seed Hastings, with one of the biggest upsets of the day, beat Lakeview, 34-29. to And it was the two-seed Sydney over Central City, 54-21. to In the consolations, Lakeview beat Central City, 43-28. to Lexington, with a pin in the final match, beat Northwest, 39-38. to In the semifinals, Blair over Skyler, 39-25. to Sydney beat Hastings, 38-32. to Blair and Sydney will be in the final. In the third-place match, Hastings over Skyler, 51-18. to And in the fifth-place match, by criteria, it was Columbus Lakeview over Lexington, 34-33. to In Class C, number one Broken Bow has really rolled today, 61-16 over Wilbur Claytonia. Loganview knocked off Valentine, in the 4-5 matchup, 36-27, so the seed held out, but there wasn't hardly anybody in the building that wasn't from Loganview that thought that was even possible. No chance. And so that's what happened there. Uh, Aquinas beat David City High, 36-32, and Arlington over Bridgeport, 43-30. In the consolation, Valentine over Wilbur Claytonia, 57-18, David City over Bridgeport, 50-28. In the semifinals, Broken Bow over Loganview, 44-30, and Aquinas over Arlington, 47-27, Broken Bow goes for another state title against Aquinas in the Class C final. Loganview took third over Arlington, 55-21, and Valentine beat David City for fifth, 38-30. Class D, opening round, number one Plainview over Maxwell, 56-24. Amherst suffers their first loss in the first round at the state duels to Neely Oakdale, 42-34. Yeah, and then and then from there, really wrestled pretty well today. They were a little sleepy at the start. Yeah, kind of rolled everything today, just... Maybe not the matchups they were hoping for in the first round. Burwell beat Windside 45-33, and Thayer Central, after falling down fairly big early, uh, beat Elwood 
48-30. In the consolations, it was Amherst over Maxwell, 51-30, and Elwood edged Winside, 42-39. In the semifinals, Plainview over Neely Oakdale, 38-30, and by criteria, Burwell beat Thayer Central, 37-36. Thayer Central had got a pin in the final match to tie it, and it was at least 15 minutes before they found out that uh, it was whoever scored the most points in each match first, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, whoever scored first in each match, they And it went to Burwell. My yep. goodness. So Burwell and Plainview will be in the final. Then Neely Oakdale beat Thayer Central to take third, 43-33. to And Amherst did not lose a match in beating Elwood 76-6 to in the fifth-place match. We'll wrap it up on the New West Postgame Show right after this. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, Seedsmanship at Work. The Breeze 94.5. Get a big thank you to Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer, proudly supporting today's state wrestling duels and on to next week's districts at Amherst and the state meet in Omaha. Contact Pioneer Sales Professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Science with service delivering success. Also a reminder to always nominate uh, a deserving athlete for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Uh, the new winners uh, from last month, Wood River's Evan Waddington and Kearney Catholic's Olivia Misik. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com each month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Larry Baker, final thoughts? I thought I thought it was a tremendous success. I have left this thing every year we've ever had it, uh, one, no, in, in, knowing that I enjoyed good wrestling but didn't know if the event was good enough to survive. I leave today feeling like it is probably uh, at least on a path to help some of those naysayers that oh, that still are after this event's heart uh, from that perspective. So super excited. What, one of the things I really liked about it is I'm really fired up for next week and the following week. I, you know, it's kind of set that championship series off. That's yeah, a three-week postseason. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a three-week postseason, but this is a different three-week postseason. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. All right, we want to thank everyone for being a part of today's coverage. To Steph back at the studios, thanks for being uh, great back there producing today's action. And uh, for our uh, main man, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. You've been listening to the New West Post Game Show here on The Breeze 94.5. Thanks for listening to live coverage of the State High School Wrestling Duels on The Breeze 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. KLIQ, Hastings, Grand Island, and Kearney.